Welcome back to the Chicken the Duck podcast with myself, Rye, and my brother, Micah, where we talk about anything and everything pop culture, but mostly movies. Um, Micah, how are you doing today? Doing good. Doing good? Yeah. How's the, the job hunt? Still just applying to crap ton of jobs, but um, I there's a designer here mm. that mom and dad know because he has a kid that's Elijah's age. Uh huh. Um, so I reached out to him like that was I don't know it's like a week ago or something. Yeah. And uh, connected with him or mm. whatever, and then had a meeting with him, uh, and then he sent a proposal to a dude who wants a brand design or whatever because he wants me to do it and he's been he said he's been looking for uh somebody to take on projects for him because he has too much to do oh interesting so um yeah so you're basically making money i could have yeah basically i could have a job i don't know how it would work um but the more that they talk to him because he's at his kids at elijah's camp or whatever and so he's always there apparently yeah. So he's talked to mom and dad the past two days. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he wants me to do it all or whatever. Like you'd have a but, full-time job just doing projects alongside him? Yeah, I don't know how it would work. That's what I was going to say. I don't know how. He sounds like he has a lot Yeah. to do or whatever. Yeah. And he's got like a big network. Really? Or, I mean, he seems young. So I don't know how he got such a... Huge network, super quick. But yeah, this dude that he wants me to do the brand design for is an agriculture company um, in Mississippi that called him and wow. messaged him asking him to do brand design. So, wow. And he said he's got people in like up in Washington, and, mm. like New York, Massachusetts, like Boston, yeah. just random places all over the place that just contact him. Wow. That's pretty cool. Which is. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. But so it sounds like it'd be quite a bit, but I don't know whether or not I'd be like an employee or just freelance or whether I'd get. Because if I was an employee, I'd probably have a salary at that point. But right, um, it could just be a uh, full time or close to full time hourly job or whatever, yeah. which I'd get paid. I'd get paid like thirty five an hour for. by him, by him or by the clients. Well, yeah, I think I think it'd be. Oh, no, I feel like it'd be clients, but right, yeah, technically, because I think they'd just pay him, but they pay he him my rate, and he'd probably take a chunk because you work it, for him. He he'd probably charge them more. He'd probably charge them like, you know, something over the top for me, and then he'd pay me my rate, and then he'd take off the top probably. That makes sense. Plus, he's doing um, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and so. Something, you know, something along those lines or in the middle or somewhere. But basically, as long as I'm doing that, I'd be good while I looked for a job. Are you, so are you doing that one design or that one company? Like, for sure? No, uh, he sent them a proposal, so, yeah. Oh, okay. It sounds pretty for sure. It's not very likely that someone reaches out to you and then denies, you know, the proposal. The proposal. Did you, like, put, like, did you, like, make, like, mock-ups and things like that? For it or have you not done that yet no you don't no it's just the proposal is just stuff that you would things you would do oh. what you would do how the process <laughs> looks and then price which the price um i quoted uh he said that he just quotes solid amounts or i'm like usually i just do hourly and i break down 
time or whatever like that and charge people and he's like he's like yeah i don't do that i just give them a price and he's like the quicker i get it done the more profit i make a good point that's smart and yeah, so that's... i just i just quoted i still didn't quote him that much to be honest uh brand identity design go like they ranged between two and like seventy five thousand dollars how much did you quote him fifteen hundred wow that's a that i bet you that feels like holy crap if i finish this like and they just pay me fifteen hundred dollars that's insane yeah it'll be, <laughs> not, it'll be nice that's, that's for sure that's cool yeah, did, so, did the guy like look at it and be like that's good like a good price or did you send it to him i sent it to uh the company to to the dude no to oh. uh his name is blake i sent oh. it to him nice. um or whatever and he's like yeah it looks good and he was like having me send him some brand guideline things i've done and get like what my sketching and early composition look like so i sent him those kind of things he's like yep all looks good that's cool. like i'm drafting the proposal or whatever sending it to the guy that's really cool yeah so that'll be sweet yeah no kidding congrats hopefully that if you could do that full time you could live wherever you want and yeah he already thought it was remote so oh really which i am technically like, there's no office or anything right you just um, zoom he didn't think i was in granbury though he thought i was in washington oh so we did a video call on them. Like, oh, I'm in I'm in Granbury. It's like you want to buy me like, coffee? Well, next time we do this, we can just we can just meet. <laughs> Go get food, food or something. That's something like that's, that. that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Very pretty sweet. Um other than that, I mean, so I did the the menu. I did menus for Palmer and Max wedding. Yeah. Um so that was good. Did a couple menus for that. A few hundred bucks, which was nice. Um, hey, I paid you 25 Don't forget. <laughs> you, you did pay me 25 That was more than I expected. Really? Yeah, you sent me 25 and I was like, it's like, wow, that's actually more than I expected. It was, that's obvious. I, I did a logo for him. Yeah, I did a logo. Um, or he did a logo for me for, uh, I guess, like, more like solo I guess podcast. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna be posting like those movie edits I've been doing on there. Content. Yeah, I just con- yeah, it's just content under the IP redeeming reels, and I just wanted the logo for it. Um, I was like, yeah. tr- I was like trying to make a a video like introducing it. Um, this week, and I was like, I don't know how to. <laughs> I I did. I took like seventy five times, and I'm still gonna redo it because now I'm doing. I recorded it before I started making that video edit. And now I want to say that I want to make those too. Um, cause I have a bunch of idea of ideas. And, um, so I recorded and I was like, this is redeeming reels, uh, blah, 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 explaining things like, and the chicken, the duck podcast is, it's still a thing. And it's like the number one priority. This is just for fun on the side. It's not good. I was just like losing my mind trying to figure out what to say. That's so funny. Because I didn't want people to be like, oh, right, you're just giving up on Micah and doing that. I'm like, no. Like, no. And I was like, if I do a movie review on this, it'll be more, like, spiritual. Mike and I give all these technical reviews on art. Uh, it was a mess. I, I, That's funny. I, I, I swear I deleted, like, 80 things. That's hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if I have one of them. I think one of them I was like, 
Welcome to this podcast. By the way, I've been recording this for three hours, so this is it. And I said like four things and then stopped recording because I couldn't. I, just, I, just, I was like sitting here. I was like, screw this. I'm going to bed. It was, it was so it was funny. I thought it, that it was is funny. hilarious. But yeah, uh, nice. Oh, and uh, and I'm in the process of painting shoes. Ah, uh, Palmer and Max. Yeah. Are they red, white, and blue themed, or what are they themed? Yeah, they're red, white, and blue. Makes sense. They're just color block or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you know, nothing crazy. Yeah. Nice. Um, just, it's just to look good. So basically the whole back of it's like navy blue. Uh, then the middle section of the Air Force is like white. And then the front, the toe toe is red. And then the swoosh is red. And the red goes, it's like. The swoosh overlaps the white and the blue part. Nice. It looks really good. That's but... cool. Yeah, so now I got to do his, you know, size nice. 25. <laughs> so what does he actually Which... like? 17? Yeah, 16, I think, or something. Oh, that's... Yeah, it'll take, it'll take a lot longer. Yeah, she's got Max... big feet, too, though. She's got, like, she wears, like, size 8. Their kids are going to be ginormous. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. But nice. That's cool. Yep. Hanging out with Elijah. Guessing a little bit. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh. what have I been doing? So I, like I said, I'm doing the re- planning, redeeming reels things, like what I want to do, like video essays. Um, and I started making those movie edits. I sent you one of them. That was like a minute long. I just, I don't know what I was doing. Oh, I was trying to make a outro. I thought it was cool. Like if I did it every everything I put out of content for Redeeming Reels, I had like a movie edit outro. Because like, that'd be cool. And so then I just randomly just started making it. Um, and I use CapCut because it's free. And like, I don't need to make anything longer than 15 minutes. And that's the limit. And it's so simple. And I, I just had downloaded it on my computer. Um, and you can you have 10 gigs of storage, basically, for... And I was like, if I download it on my thing, I'm just going to delete it. I'm not going to edit like it again, probably. So I think I could just have unlimited storage, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so started doing that. And then I planned out a bunch of things. Like, I think I planned to do, let's see if I can find, like, I downloaded a bunch of songs, like, that people usually use for, for their edits and all that. Um, <laughs> but, like, I want to do a Spider-Man one with like the the remix of the running up that hill with like the deaths that are impacted by Spider-Man and all those moments. I think that'd be sick. I want to do an MCU one. I want to do, there's some like other like ones that are just like a bunch of quotes, things like that. So right now I'm working on like, it's actually, I think it's actually so sick. Um, Um, it's like just the best shots in my opinion of different movies. I mean, I have everything in there, and I I've done like three minutes of it. I want to say I put it out, mm. put it, but at the very beginning, so I've, there's this pastor theologian named R.C. Sproul. You might have heard of R.C. Sproul before, but he has this like podcast. He's dead now, but like it was a transcript and it's a clip of him saying something at the very beginning. He's talking about some opera he went to and how it was super moving and beautiful. And um, 
he's like talking about it and then he has this quote that I clipped and cut in the beginning it says I saw something of the grandeur of God and this expression of beauty and then it's like at the beginning and it opens with like the Shawshank Redemption thing I'll have to mm. send it to you when I'm, when I'm finished obviously and so it yeah, opens definitely. with it opens with that quote and then it's like five minutes of clips and I'm trying to make it smooth so I'm taking it's taking me a long time I did it for like three hours yesterday and I'm not not done um wow. I feel I feel like you like with like it's the most artistic thing I've ever done because like mm-hmm. the the visual reviews like it was like a step in the artistic direction I just made squares and dragged pictures <laughs> into them so like it's artistic, but not as like this. I'm actually like creating something. So it has that quote. I saw something of the grandeur of God in this expression of beauty. And then at the very end, as like the, a bunch of the music like builds up obviously throughout. And then it, it goes like quiet. And then it's just like this piano throughout the rest of it. He says, mm-hmm. because wherever there's beauty, um, wherever beauty is, the ex- excellence of God is born witness and it like slowly cuts out. And so it's like that whole, it's like the essence of what I think redeeming reels would be or anything like that. And I was like, that is cool. It's like the spiritual cool. tie in with like every movie that I think is like beautiful to look at. Um, so it's really fun. It's really cool. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm having fun with that. Um, obviously I went and saw spider verse a bunch. Um, I saw it by myself. Then I saw it with Jenna's brother, Josh. Then I saw it with students last night, which was really fun. We had like 10 students come, which was pretty sweet. That was cool. Um, and like, I knew what was going to happen. Jenna was there too. And I knew obviously everything was going to happen. We'll talk about it. But I was like looking at the reactions and it was, it was pretty fun. But um, <sighs> it was funny. So the day I went to see it the first time, I went to Hot Topic just because I wanted to go to the mall. And I bought like this a Spider-Man t-shirt. It was like 35 bucks. It was sick. It was black. It was like the symbiote Spider-Man like crawling out of the grave thing. Like the comic mm. cover. Sick. Um, Because I was like, I could buy this or I could buy like, you know, Funko Pops and stuff. And, and I was like, oh, this is really sweet. I really like this. I went and saw the movie and I was like, I went back to Hot Topic. I literally took my shirt off, put on a different shirt that I had in my car. When I was like, the tag fell off and they, I returned it so I could buy across the spider-verse funko pops because i was like this is way too good um to not i liked it so much um mm-hmm. I, I bought this it's like a complete oh, yeah i thought like i i, saw, I went to Barnes and noble because i was just going to work at a at the starbucks and i was walking around because i always do and I thought it was like a magazine cover. I was like, that's dumb. But like, it looks cool. The cover's cool. It caught my eye, obviously. And then I picked it up and I was like, it's literally just Spider-Man facts and different things. Like all throughout. It's like every, from across the Spider-Verse to the original Spider-Man. Like all any movie Spider-Man, it's it's that. So I was like, wow, that's cool. It's like 10 bucks. So I bought that. Um, Other than that, we've just been chilling. I've been like, my allergies have been terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep finding tonsil stones. Like, my throat, like, feels relief. And then I look in the back of my throat, and they're, like, stuck, like, way back. And so I just, it's been miserable trying to figure that out, too. Um, very annoying. Um, we have a leader that is, it's his last day today. Um, it's his last time leading. 
and I got him, he's been leading for like two years, and I got him a mug because he drinks coffee. Um, and it's going to be backwards, but it says, Quitter, I mean, happy retirement, congrats on escaping. Um, which is that's cool. hilarious. Which is, I, I saw it on Amazon, I was like, that's actually so good. Um, and tonight's also our senior night, like, where we celebrate them. So I got them gifts, and then did, instead of cards for people to sign, I got the, oh, the places you'll go, and have everybody sign the inside for them. So, um, super, I think it's super cool. It's obviously not an original thought, like, the amount of people to use, oh, the places you'll go for a senior thing is ridiculous, but it's a good idea, so I did it anyway. Um, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Jenna dropped my Bible in water. Could say, How? uh, so she, it, my Bible was sitting on our chair in the living room with my computer bag. I still don't know how. Well, she was going to soak her feet because of work and like Epsom salt. She had like a little bucket thing and she knocked the Bible off into the bucket. And she, wa- I was laying in bed just because I was tired. I was laying there for a second. And she walked in, she's like, I'd made it oops. And I'm like, What do you mean? And so, like, I had to, I had to glue like seams together and like this is like my bible that i use to preach and all this stuff and i have like stickers and like tons all the chip and joint gain stickers i have these stickers i have these stickers go to the back i have stickers like this is bible's like and because i have a bunch of bibles obviously like whatever but i use this bible every day she's like you have other bible Uh, it, it causes a little bit of strife <laughs> i was so i was so mad oh my goodness i was so mad it's like fixed That's hilarious. and it just looks weird it looks like it has i said character now but when she walked in she's like oops i'm like no not oops you're gonna die i am very mad like this is ridiculous <laughs> um so that was like the worst part of my week um uh, but I'm trying to think if I did anything else. I don't think so. Um, gotta plan all these things for the summer, which is like fun, but like it's a lot. Part of being a youth pastor is being an event planner, which kind of sucks. <laughs> <sighs> but um, like camp, because I've never experienced this before. It's like some of you, like you do fundraisers for camp, but it's like kind of like on the back end like like some people do fundraisers and like the church fundraises money but not a lot but Mm -hmm. fundraise culture for small churches is like huge because it's like some of you is like everybody feels like everybody's got a lot of money and this is not to say people don't have money at crosspoint because they do they do but like fundraise culture is just a thing it's like you just fundraise and so i'm like planning i'm like i'm gonna plan a fundraiser for my house like we're doing a car wash and stuff but yeah it's crazy never done it before i I never knew was like ever just paid money i don't know so culture is different i like it it's awesome but um yeah nonetheless um but yeah i think that's it for my week we got a lot to talk about so sweet um should we get into pop culture let's do it you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. 
first thing we got to talk about, we were talking about uh, Apple Vision Pro and just the just the Apple announcement. Yeah. Um, event. Uh but yeah, that included iOS seventeen and Apple Vision Pro were like the big things. Yeah. Um your thoughts on the Apple Vision Pro. Um I was talking to dad about this yesterday because I FaceTimed them when I showed them the video. Um, I was wanting to get their reaction to it. But then I was talking to dad about it. And I told dad that right now, the Vision Pro is cool. Like, it's pretty sweet. It's a cool idea. What it imp- what the implications are for the future is scary. Because it feels very... I mean, it felt... I saw a side-by-side of, like, him putting on the glasses, and then the next video was Ready Player One, him putting on the glasses. Mm-hmm. And so it feels very much like that. I know that's not what that is now. Like, it's not even close to... like I mean, it's close, I guess, but it's not that yet. Um, yeah. And I know we've had VR stuff before, but obviously Apple's technology is out of this world. So um, right now it's cool. I will never pay $3,000 for it. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Re- it's ridiculous, but um, the future's way of the future. I think. Yeah, it is crazy. Some of the features are pretty insane. Like it would be cool like, to be uh, like you don't need screens; you just have it. Like that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. And like the when people come into view or whatever, they like blend in. Yeah. Or, so you, like can, like see them, and then once that happens, then it like shows your eyes through it so they know that they can that you can see them and like oh yeah it's it's just pretty crazy it is pretty it's it's wild it's i mean props to apple it's innovative it's genius it's all those things you know so uh, yeah what do you think of ios 17 i think ios 17 is gonna be great i agree i think it's awesome i think it's one of their it looks like it'll be one of their biggest steps forward in a while. They added, in my opinion, one of the most pointless things they've ever done. Okay. Which one is that? It's just based, it's it's cool in theory, but logically, okay, I told mom and dad this. They thought it was funny. Maybe I'm just completely wrong, okay? So feel free to correct me. But in the iOS 17, if you FaceTime, say I FaceTime you, and you don't pick up, I can leave you a voicemail, FaceTime. Yeah, video. It's basically just sending a video. Just, it, that exists already. <laughs> like, it, I just, it is. it's pointless. pointless. It is pointless. It's a little more convenient because, well, in a sense. it's In a sense, it's more convenient. Yeah, uh, I, I get I, I, I get in, what you're saying. In theory. So you call someone, you leave them the voicemail. It, so it's automatic. You FaceTime someone, you can just automatically start recording a video that will then just send to that contact. Right. Blah, blah. Takes out steps. But nobody sends videos when someone doesn't pick up a FaceTime. No one leaves them a voicemail. I guess occasionally someone will send them a message, but usually if someone doesn't pick up FaceTime, it's just like, just move on. Yeah, you just move on with your life. You just like te- you text them, be like FaceTime me or call me or whatever, or they FaceTime you back. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, um, what's cool though is the uh, the voicemail, the live um, voicemail live voicemail where, cool. where if is... you don't answer the phone and they start leaving a message it's like the old answering machines where you can hear them yeah that's see that's helpful because i'm like is this person leaving a voicemail and i want to know what they're saying if i care or not 
Correct. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lot of times where I don't answer the phone because like, I don't recognize it or whatever. And then, yeah. Um. Or I don't have a reason. Like I don't think there's a reason to answer it or whatever. And then I wait for the voicemail to find out. Yeah. If it was useless or useful. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, and the widget stuff's pretty cool. Like uh, control center customization is pretty cool. Yeah. Changing the look of the apps in the context that they showed it was stupid. It's like useless because they like changed it to look like old like Mac <laughs> icons, which is like so hideous. Right. But. If they have like colors, custom color scheme stuff, that would be cool. That would be sweet. But yeah, yeah. It, it looks cool. I, I mean, I always, it's always such a stupid like thing to get excited for. It's just an operating system. Um, yeah. But like, it's cool. But there's a lot of quality. Uh, yeah. Quality of life changes that happen, which are really, really nice. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's exciting. So, um, yeah. With thumbs up on iOS 17, thumbs in the middle on <laughs> Apple Prohibition, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amy Pascal, she's like the spider chick. She, I don't know. She does everything Spider-Man. Uh, she confirms that Miles Morales' live action film is in the works. It's exciting. Don't cast mm-hmm. the dude that plays Miles now. Because <laughs> one, he's great. We'll talk about it. He's so good as the voice of Miles. Like, he's actually incredible. Like, amazing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Dude is one of the most annoying people, IRL, I've ever seen from, like, a character to a, a real-life person. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. He's annoying. And he's so down bad. He's so down bad for Haley Steinfeld. It's crazy. Like, I get it, but, like, it's cr- on national TV. And the, she's got, and she got a boyfriend. That's Josh. That's Allen. Josh Allen, and he just got announced to be the cover of the new Madden. Is he first, really? First Bills player ever. Bro, <laughs> incoming Madden curse. Anyway, um, no, he's, he's so, already cursed. It doesn't matter. He's so down bad. It's it's hilarious. I mean, I don't blame him, right? Like, shoot your shot, but like, you can tell. But it's like he shoots his shot the same exact way every single time. It's always the. It's easy to flirt. <laughs> when i'm looking at Haley, yeah it's like dude <laughs> over and over and over again in every different interview i'm like bro get a new line shut up yeah for real and the other thing is he's like i want to be the live action miles morales bro you're 30 you're 30 years old <laughs> and you are not and like he's short and stocky he's not like tall he's and not skinny s- and he's not latino he's just black which is great like be you correct yeah but you are I mean, not people are- People are saying to cast like no name, and I agree. No name, or I don't disagree with the Miles Brown thing. He's the Latino black yeah, actor from Grownish. Yeah, but he is. He's problem with people have with him or whatever. He's not. It's not like super dark. No, he's pretty light, and I don't think he's that great of an actor. So that's neither that. do I. I think he looks pretty similar. Yeah, he looks. He, he, look- he has lighter skin, but yeah, I'll I take him over Shamik more, bro. Yeah. But you can make Haley Steinfeld Spider Gwen. That I'm for. She's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely could. There are better castings, for sure. There are, yeah. I think that you should just stray. But it's definitely possible though. Um, but I have thoughts on 
what the live action Miles Morales will be in terms of in correlation with the Spider Verse trilogy as well, but we'll talk about that later. Mm. Um, Spider Man Four is halted production due to writer strike. I don't know why that's that's a, I guess I've, it's news, I guess, but like most things have halted production, and if they mm-hmm. don't halt production, it's gonna be like. The last time there was a writer's strike, the movie we got was Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. So, and they didn't stop production, which tells you why the movie's mm-hmm. not great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, pay the writers. How long does this have to go on? It's not that difficult. They're not asking mm-hmm. for, like, crazy, crazy things either. Yeah, no. And they're mostly asking just for job security. That's the big thing. And a little they're bit like- more pay. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we want we want a little more compensation, but really, we just want you to not uh, try to use AI to take our jobs, which would be terrible. AI, yeah, is... which should be such an easy like, okay, yep. AI is just not good Deal. at it. Like, no, it's not. It's just gonna be missing human touch forever. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Annie Muschietti, Flash director, is reportedly directing Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Um, we'll see how good the Flash is. Yeah, exactly. He also said that they're not recasting Ezra Miller if um, they do a sequel, which there's no way that that's true. And also, he's not in charge of casting. No, he's not in charge of casting. Because even if James Gunn and Peter Safran were like, we're not going to recast, if you're an executive, executive, like the top of Warner Bros., Mm-hmm. I bet you're like recast. You have to re like someone above the director yeah, it, is making that decision. It is interesting though because every single person already would have he would have already been gone. Like most case scenario, like most scenarios. So I don't know, I don't know how he got to stay. I that's that's the thing. So that's the thing that it's like them saying he's not going to get recast. It's like well maybe because he already would have been gone. I the only reason, in my opinion, the only reason he's not recast is so that they can do. I mean, if they spent millions of dollars on this marketing, and like this movie's been delayed a million times, and this movie needs to come out and do well, and then they could be like, "Yo, we're done with this." Yeah, I guess, but same time, I don't know. Other things, you'd you'd already be gone. <laughs> yeah, they would have just canceled the movie, take the loss. It is like one of the highest budget of a movie though like it's like 300 plus million so like it's kind of hard to cancel 300 million dollars yeah it's true talk about a tax write-off um uh also the fact that like we've heard 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 nothing about jonathan majors is weird i know like let me know what's going on please i know i don't know why we haven't seen anything about that it's like so prevalent now so, <sighs> news this these days is so weird because, like, the fact that this showed up on my timeline and I put it in our notes of, like, the first trailer for Pixar's Elio has been rated and ready for, for release. Like, I'd make, I'm excited, which is why it put me in there because the, the film follows a boy who's transported across the galaxy and mistaken for intergalactic ambassador for Earth. Sounds cute. Sounds fun. Okay. But... <laughs> Why is it news that, like, the trailer's ready? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, like, can we not just wait for things? So that we, You have to give us, like, all the details of 
everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no facts. Yeah. So, Elemental comes out a week from this Friday, so that'll be a big, you know, big deal in terms of like where Pixar's going and how Pixar's gonna recover from Lightyear and Turning Red. Um, yeah. And I don't think Turning Red was that bad. But no, it wasn't. It just wasn't good. It just wasn't like. I'm Jen and I are going through Pixar right now. And we watched two movies so far, just random because who cares? Doesn't matter. But I'm excited to rewatch Cars too. That's what I'm most looking forward to, so that I can be like an adult and be like, is this movie actually bad? Yeah, we've talked it's about. Not. It. Spoiler alert! It's not. It's still not like I get. It's probably not like amazing, but like it's. It's very possible that it is better than Cars 3, though. Okay. Like, it's very possible. Cars 3 was, like... If you actually... I think... I don't know. I, I don't know which one is will be more of a drastic change. For watching Cars 2, I don't know if it'll be more of a drastic change and how much better you think that is. Or rewatching Cars 3... How much worse you'll think that is. Because it's really not... Like, it is really so disappointing... They stick Lightning McQueen in, like, the back burner of the entire movie and then randomly throw in, like, these little bits of, like... Nostalgia. Like, him and Doc, like, that scene. Which is so good. But it's really all about the chick, which is, like... Cruise. And you just, like... Yeah, Cruise. And you just have, like, no... You just have no desire to care about her. Yeah. Makes sense. It's got a lot of issues. It's got... It's very jumbled. Um, Studio Ghibli will not publish any image or trailer of Hayao Miyazaki's next film. How do you live? Before its release in Japan on July 14th. This is the biggest W we've ever gotten. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm so for this. Because he's Miyazaki said, go watch the movie blind. That's what he said. Yeah, just go watch it. Just go watch it. And like... It's Hayao Miyazaki. Like, fly me to Japan. I'll go watch it right now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. I'm not gonna lie. He's, like, he's got the reputation to do that. So yeah, why why not? You know, it's not gonna be bad. So <laughs> there's a lot of there's what? a lot of movies that I would just go see. Oh yeah, there's there's software. It's like, oh, this dude's making this movie. Sweet. It's like. Actually, there's probably not that many. Because, like, I wouldn't do it with... Mar- I'd, pro- I'd do it with Marvel solely because it's just Marvel. Not because I trust it'll be good. Like, if I heard Oppenheimer is coming out, I heard the plot synopsis, and then it's directed by Christopher Nolan, I'd go sit down and watch it. Um, But... Def- definitely. Like, any Tom Cruise movie, it's like, yeah. I'll go with yeah, I'd, I'd probably watch it. So there's few, but um, this is so cool. I love it. It's just the biggest flex being like, yeah, we're not going to release anything. They just have like the one poster. I know. It's crazy. It's like scrapped from the the book that it's based on or something like that. So, (sighs) but um, Tom Cruise, speaking of, is reportedly pissed that Oppenheimer will be taking away from all IMAX screens from Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Cruz has furiously shown the film to 
uh, exhibitors to convince them to switch from Barbie and Oppenheimer. Tom Cruise has reportedly asked rival studios to either give up their screens for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 or move their movie release dates for Barbie and Oppenheimer. Dog, they're not Bro, Jesus. Bro, he's got such an ego. <laughs> he's got such an ego. That's great. You're t- Okay. Barbie, it's going to be big. It's going to be massive because it's the IP of Barbie is huge. Okay. So that's not going to move. It's mm-hmm. already being released the same day as another. Because like, also, Christopher Nolan is like the IMAX guy. Yep. He's like the IMAX guy. So like why. Why would. Yeah, that makes no sense. Like IMAX is never going to be like, okay, yeah. Sure, Tom. Definitely. We'll get rid of one of the biggest movies of the year off of IMAX that was specifically shot for IMAX. Like, I could see Barbie moving off of IMAX. Like, whatever. People are going to go see it no matter what. But mm-hmm. when you got Oppenheimer being made for IMAX and, like, the 70 millimeter lens and, like, all these things, or the 70 millimeter, whatever it is, all those mm-hmm. things, like, you're not going to get them to move it off. It's, like, the biggest release of the year in terms of, like, Besides maybe like Elemental or something like that. Or like, I guess the the superhero movies. But it's huge. It's huge. Exactly, yeah. I get Tom Cruise is a superstar. He is like the biggest movie star on the planet. Because of his like appeal to just get people in seats. But, um... They're not going to switch the screens, are they? No. Um... (sighs) Oh, oh, this next thing's cool. Um, Christopher Nolan. So the movie, obviously, we know, is shot in black and white and color. And Christopher Nolan says that the color scenes in Oppenheimer are subjective. Meaning that it's, like, opinion-based. Like, based on the perspective of a probably Oppenheimer, the guy. Um, and then the black and white scenes are objective. This really happened so cool yeah it is like that's so smart it's like a visual representation of like you're watching this knowing this really happened and this could have happened or this happened could have happened in a different way or like like, that is so brilliant yeah it is that's so sweet Um, (laughs) I bet you that'll be a movie dad will go see in theater We'll see, dude. Every dad loves Christopher Nolan. But also, dad didn't go see Spider-Man, which is weird. Dad doesn't want to see anything. Why? He likes watching movies. Yes, yeah, I've heard him talk about the one, the new, uh... Mom just came in. Oh, your room? Yeah, she left. Um, <laughs> uh... But, he's... I heard him talk about the new, uh... Jake Gyllenhaal military movie like fifty million times. Yeah, and it's like two weeks. It's like talking about we should watch it tonight. When are we gonna watch it? We should watch this. I'm like, and this whole time I'm like, dude, you should just watch Air. Like Air's out. I'm like, just watch Air. It's great. He would he would love it. No, that's like no. And I asked mom, I'm like, you're gonna watch Air. He's like, she's like, no, dad doesn't want to. Um. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't want to watch it right now. And then, uh, then we were talking about going to see the stinking Spider-Man movie, and he's like, "No, I don't want to see it." 
That's stupid. It's animated. What a loser. <laughs> what a loser, Dad. He's one of the guys that... He's Guillermo del Toro's enemy. <laughs> like... Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't, get, I don't get it, dude. Dude. And I told him. I literally told him. Like, this is, like, one of the highest rated movies ever. Like, this is, like, one of the top movies. One of the best movies literally ever made. This, we'll talk about it. This is high on both my lists of favorite and greatest. It's high. Yeah. Like, also, like, the movie, uh, Super Mario Bros. Did Dad go see that? Or did my, she, did, I don't think so, no. He, okay. I don't think he did. That is for kids. For kids. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I thought. Yeah, that is... I mean, it is a kid movie. Across the Spider-Verse. Puss in Boots. Pixar movies. Yes, they're for kids, but can be very much enjoyed by adults. There's a difference Mm -hmm. between kids animated movies and, like, adult animated movies. That's why Mario Bros. isn't, like, breathtakingly amazing. Because it's got no, like, rich thematic elements that, like, an adult could be like, wow, this is amazing. It's just... Mm -hmm. Iconic characters doing silly things throughout a movie. Like, it's big difference. Exactly. Dad, yeah. watch animated movies. I would argue that it's the best genre when done right. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it a lot. I would agree. <laughs> I just like looking at it. It just adds... Because if you can do all the same... Th- I get that there's no, like, acting. There's, like, voice acting. But if you can... Mm-hmm. It adds an element of art to something that's already extremely artistic. Well, it just gives you, gives you a wider range. Also, you can be so much more creative in the animated uh, medium than uh, any other kind of movie medium. Yeah, you can just you can be so much more unrealistic. Things is just like oh, it's just open to your imagination to create whatever you want in terms of scenery, uh, colors, uh, all that different stuff, characters, yeah. how everything looks is. Just, you got a way wider range, so you'll end up with way cooler things. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm gonna uh, speaking of Mario, it's the second highest grossing animated movie ever. Now, that's not shocking. Yeah. Um, a new Fast and Furious film <laughs> focused on Dwayne Johnson's Hobbs is in the work, and it's not a sequel to Hobbs and Shaw. Awesome. The hierarchy of the Fast and Furious universe is about to change. Um, that's why. Yeah. The Rock just be wanting money, bro. He just wants money so bad. He's so greedy. It's actually it's crazy. Just, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, Vin Diesel. I know you haven't seen it, but I talked about the fact that Jason Momoa was the best part of this movie, Fast X. Vin Diesel felt like Jason Momoa was the reason for film's bad reviews, accusing him of overacting and scene stealing. Bro, Vin <laughs> Diesel is not a he's not even a good actor anymore at this point. He's not. He's just like he was never he's, good. Oh, he was like all right though when he was like now he's just like old and it just looks so like old and fat. He's really honest. He plays this like he plays the same. He's supposed to be playing the same character, which in the first Fast and Furious movie was this stocky, 
muscular, yeah, like BA muscle car racer. Yeah. That was like top dog. He's like gang leader type character. Now he's just this old fat dude. <laughs> he's still it's like, big, obviously. But <laughs> well, yes, but he's just like he's so Bro's got a lot of bro's got a lot of flubber on him. Well he's just a he's like he's jiggly now. You haven't seen Ten yet, but like he's just like laughably bad. And like Jason yeah. Momoa is like great. Because like Jason Wall can actually act, right? Like, he's actually pretty good at it. Um, and so, like, obviously, he's going to... If he's acting, he's having fun, he's in his element. Like, makes sense. Like, Brie Larson, she's good actress. She did well. And then you have, like, actors that are just good action actors. They're, like... Even though it's a little corny still, like, like Jason Statham, such a good action actor. Like, he's not, like, insufferable. He's fun to watch. Vin Diesel is, like, neither. He's not a good actor. He's not a good action actor anymore. He's just, mm-hmm. he just says these corny lines and just is like stands there like this. At least The Rock is like not, like he's still fit. I mean, he's like still like this, has this person, like I get he's greedy and arrogant to the max, but at least he somewhat has a persona of this like life-giving person when Vin mm-hmm. Diesel literally just looks like a thumb. It's just on screen telling me about family 97 times. Like, ugh. I can't stand him. And for him to say that Jason Momoa is the reason. Dude, he's the only good thing about the movie. Mm-hmm. Besides, like, I think Jason Statham. But that's because I'm biased. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready for the beef. I want a box. You want, I, want, I want actor celebrity boxing. Vin Diesel versus The Rock or Jason Momoa. That'd be so funny. Oh my gosh. It's just funny. It's just so stupid. I I can't. I can't do it. Just wait till you watch the movie, Micah. You're going to be like, this is is what this guy's saying. I honestly don't think I will. (laughs) You'll watch it? I haven't watched nine. Oh. I haven't only watched half of eight. I've fallen asleep three times during eight. <laughs> nine's and really... never had any desire to finish it, and I did not watch nine. Actually, that's not true. I turned on nine one time, and I watched ten minutes of it, and I turned. It nine's off. really bad. I have no desire to watch anything Fast and Furious. That you'll is, have to watch that the is ending. after. You'll seven. have to watch the last one. Whenever they do the last one, you'll have to watch it. I don't think I will. <laughs> you have <laughs> to. End of an era. <laughs> no, as far as I'm concerned, Fast and Furious Seven was the finale. I still can't believe they're going to bring back Paul Walker. Exactly. Why would I watch that? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Chris Hemsworth. This is funny. Chris Hemsworth's out here roasting Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, He says that his kids' friends criticize Thor Love and Thunder. It's a bunch of eight-year-olds critiquing my film. We thought this one had too much humor. The action was cool, but the VFX wasn't as good. I cringe and laugh equally at it. It just became too silly. Dude, that's hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah, that's just hilarious. He's just like, yeah, this sucks. This sucks. My eight-year-old kid's friends say it's bad. Oh, man. At least it, I respect it in the sense that it's like, at least he's like, you know, saying and not just being like, oh, it's great. He's just like, no, it sucks. Um, 
Okay, Captain America. It changed the title. Yeah. From New World Order to Brave New World. Thoughts? They don't sound like the same movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you could just switch that. Um, I, want, I want to know why. Yeah, I want to know why too. <laughs> I don't really care. It doesn't really change anything. I think Brave New Brave? World is like a comic run. Actually, like comic, yeah. maybe Brave New World sounds more Captain America than New World Order, but it sounds like actual Captain America, not Falcon Captain America. Yeah, it sounds I... it sounds Chris Evans. Brave New World sounds like it'd be you know Chris Evans. Yeah, Captain America movie. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, so I'm still excited for the movie. But we'll see. See what happens. Yep. Hmm. Trailers. Trailers. I took off one because I. It's a horror movie that I didn't watch the trailer to. Yeah. What was it again? It's called Talk to Me. Oh yeah. I thought it was something different, and I when I put it in. Talk to me. That's the. A twenty four. Supposed to be yeah, the scariest. Seen... It's supposed to be the scariest movie ever. I've seen that one. It's the one where you invite, you basically invite the, whatever. It's like Ouija kind yeah. of deal, but you like play a game. You invite the, um, whatever spirits, other realm. Blah, I feel like blah, we've blah. we've also talked about it. I feel like because they had this isn't the first trailer. No, that's the first sense. trailer came out like, like three months ago. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> but. I mean, yeah, it looks good. So basically, you just you do that, you invite it, and then you do a ritual kind of similar to the Ouija board where you, you close the game, right? And you close yeah. the switch, all that kind of stuff. And if you don't do it, or if you stay too long, you, like, pass out or something like that, and then it's bad or whatever. So you're supposed to not do that. And then this chick does it, and then she, she basically leaves the game without ending it. So she, she's, like, experiencing mm-hmm. her normal right. life. But then there's, like, spiritual attack. Type uh-huh. Yeah, wild. Supposed to be. Looked, it looked pretty scary. But. Looks people say it's horrifying, like the scariest thing, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch. I mean, this. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the new trailer, so I don't know. The first trailer didn't show all that much. Yeah, I just based on reviews, what people say. But uh, first trailer is Bird Box Barcelona. Um, you said at first that you think this sounds interesting when we got the teaser. What do you think now? It's still like whatever. It yeah. was never gonna be a great movie. I'll maybe watch it at some point. The thing that sounds best to me is the fact that it's like no big actor. Yeah. Because those movies have a tendency of actually being like pretty watchable and pretty enjoyable because there's no one like. There's no persona on screen. Yeah, correct. Especially because like the first one, it wasn't like they had like a big actor who's like just good at acting. Like Sandra Bullock's great at acting, but she's just got this persona now. Like, certain mm-hmm. actors do certain movies because they just get a check or whatever. And it doesn't feel like that for this. Yep. Oh, man. <gasps> uh, Expendables 4 trailer. Did you watch this one? I did. What do you think? It's another franchise revival. You know what? Type deal. You hear, It'll be good. You hear uh, Stallone say family? 
I was like, he's like, yeah, he says like, he says like, he's like talking about family. He's like, you have this family. And I'm like, this is going to be better than Fast and Furious. (laughs) (laughs) But it opens with like this weird, like sexual tension fight with Megan Fox and Jason Statham. I was like, wow. Okay. Yep. But they're like married. I don't know. I don't remember the other movies. So like, neither do I. But I, I mean, once again, I'm the biggest Jason Statham fan, so I'll watch this. I mean, I've watched, I've watched weird movies with him in it, so. <laughs> um, it looks like a, just a dumb action movie. That's fine. Yeah, uh, that's speak, right. Speaking of dumb action movies, uh, Hidden Strike with John Cena and Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just looks like a dumb it was stupid. It looks so, so dumb. I don't even, I don't even know. So. Facts. <laughs> yep. Um, switching it up. Now yeah. we got movie of the week. Yes. Because um, everything else that we'll be talking about has to do with our movie of the week. So you can't really talk about those things without giving our review of said movie. Yep, that's true. That makes sense. Yep. So, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. Spoiler free review. Yes. Um, Let me give, like, a synopsis real quick. Um, So, the synopsis of this film... uh, After reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is catapulted across the multiverse, where he encounters the Spider-Society a team of spider people charged with protecting the multiverse's very existence. But when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against the other spiders and must set out on his own to save those he loves most. Everyone's always telling me who I'm going to be. I'm going to do my own thing. My own thing. I have so many thoughts on that. Okay. Um, Spoiler-free review. Michael, what are your initial thoughts in, in general? I mean, yeah, in general, I guess. Uh, definitely watch it. <laughs> <Everyone. laughs> yeah, um, seriously, though. I think it's the best animated movie. Ever? Ever. I agree. That's just right off the rip. That's easy. That's an easy thing for me to say. Um, I think it's the best animation ever. Uh, in terms yeah. of art style, uh, uh-huh. usage, things like that. <laughs> I saw a TikTok video explaining... Um, <laughs> the usage of frame rates in their animation i saw that probably saw the same video which is absolutely nuts because uh-huh. they use because there's one stop or one yeah one stop frame rate or whatever where each which frame, is normal something changes which is normal, um and then right, there's yeah. yeah so that's like most of the characters but then, then miles is like and gwen i think are both um two stop so every so there's two identical frames and then it switches mm-hmm. um and then other characters and things like that they would then use like three three stop animation like for uh spider punk mm-hmm. which to make is crazy him look visually different which is yeah which is nuts well so also there's characters moving at different frame rates um they also did different animation styles like multiple on just spider punk so certain yeah Parts of him are animated with one, certain are three, some are two, which is, that's just crazy. That's it crazy. Is, it's nuts. Um, um, 
another cool thing with the animation is that uh, the whole, there's this uh, there's this four, 14 year old kid um, who does uh, Lego CGI animations, mm-hmm. and he he basically got he got hired to do an entire entire scene. Yeah, which um, is pretty crazy. Which is really cool, and it was it was good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, animation's great. Best animated movie. Voice style, like uh, voice acting, awesome. Dialogue was great. I think the story was great. The story's fantastic. Also, the ending. I, yeah, okay. I was thinking. Shame any person who says that it was a flaw because oh, it was. It just felt like there was no conclusion. It was Dude. so flawed. It wasn't a, wasn't a standalone story arc, which is the, absolute BS. It absolutely was. The standalone story arc is Gwen. Yeah, it's, it's her. Gwen. The the and movie is told from her perspective. On it's her pitch. The the entire movie, everything that happens. It starts with, I guess should we. Uh, uh, no, we should not. <laughs> not yet. <sighs> okay, I'll wait. It, but it's Gwen. It's Gwen's story. It is yeah. Miles is huge in it, but it is Gwen's story arc. The movie concludes. It's just itself. her perspective. It's definitely her perspective. It's great. It, it, it's yeah. so it starts well with done. her and it ends with her. And this. Oh, it's and so it's, well done. It's very good. Yeah. Um, in terms Story's of flaws, incredible. I literally only think there's one flaw, which I'll talk about in uh, the spoiler review. Yeah. Um, talk specifics, but it's like the it's like the smallest thing ever. Is it like a um, flaw where the movie's not perfect? Like it's 99 versus 100? Or is it like a no. flaw? It's like a preference. I, mean, I still think it's 100, but it's just preference-based. Gotcha. Do you um, use, okay, here, here's a few questions. Do you, do you think it's the best comic book movie of all time? Yeah. So it's better than the Batman? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's better than the Batman uh, by quite a bit, which I didn't think was possible. Because I think the Batman is. The Batman the was Batman my number was... one. The Batman was my number one. Yeah, and it, it was like, wow, this movie was really good. And then, yeah, this came out. I I really didn't think there could be a comic book movie that was that much better than other comic, like than that was that much better than the Batman. The the it's it's crazy. Do you think? Okay, and I'm speaking true sequels here, not like Return of the King is a sequel technically, but it's the third movie. Do you think this is the greatest sequel of all time? Like. I guess do you think this is better than Empire? Because I yeah. think that I thought that was the greatest sequel. Um, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. It's yeah. so much better than the first one. Yeah. Which is is not a norm. Um no. with movies like this. Usually it's either the first movie is the best or like the third yes. of the trilogy. Um like the conclusion's usually pretty great. <laughs> um but the second movie is usually usually either the same or a little bit worse. Yeah. Um, but this movie was so much better than the first one. Yeah. It was like <laughs> when you asked me if I thought it was better than Into the Spider Verse, <laughs> I <was> like <laughs> by miles. <laughs> and you were like, I sent, it, I sent him a GIF or whatever. And Steve Carell. Um, it's like, yeah, pun. <laughs> was Michael Scott. And it's like, pun. <laughs> so good. I laugh. Well, the thing was, is. When you sent that, I was looking up a pun gift. I was looking up a gift to send. I didn't know which one I was gonna, but I was like, "Is that yeah. what you said by I looked, up, I, I I looked like, up pun, um, or like pun intended or something like that." Yeah. And, um, the first one that popped up was Michael Scott, and I was like, yeah. "He's watching Office." So I was like, "Sure, that's perfect." I was, I was like parking at the Dollar Tree to go get stuff, 
and I sat and I looked at my phone and I was like, that's funny. Because <laughs> before you sent the GIF, I was like, five miles? I was like, that's great. Yeah, five miles. Um, it is yeah. so, it's, I think it's at this, I have it right now slotted in the sixth, as the sixth greatest movie ever made. Um, in front of it is There Will Be Blood, Lord of the Rings, uh, Return of the King, The Godfather, Shawshank in 2001. But I'm, I'm, I don't, it would, realistically, I would only switch it with There Will Be Blood. I think the other four are pretty, pretty locked. But, um, it's like my yeah. fourth favorite movie ever. Also, it jumped. Yeah, it's a, I think it's my third favorite movie. <laughs> so I think it's, I like it better than the Batman. Batman's third right now. Oh, okay. So yeah, I switched, I switched Batman to four. Um, and then, so I, it goes, Stand By Me, Goodwill Hunting, After Sun, and then Across the Spider-Verse. Batman's five. Yeah, right now mine is um, Interstellar, Return of the King, Across the Spider-Verse. And the Batman. It's crazy how good this movie was. Like, art, the shots, the story. I think this has the best action scene in any comic book movie ever. We just I think saw it just has the best just, action overall. We just saw Guardians, which had the one take action sequence that everybody, I mean, we included, were like, wow, this is amazing. And then literally the Spider Society, you know, thing was mm-hmm. and like Miguel O'Hara. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Um, <sighs> yeah, absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Spot was such a good villain. And his entire arc and his motivation everything they took him from because he's always this corny character and they made him they started they started him corny yeah this whole thing was like villain of the week he's like i'm and then his entire motivation was like i'm not i'm not villain of the week i'm going to be a super villain which is like awesome it was so good and And by the end the dude is like he's like actually terrifying not in the sense that like you're actually scared but as a villain like he'd be his immense like his He's a multiversal his, threat. His power is like nuts. You'd yeah. be terrified if, like, yeah, if you were like in that un- those universes or whatever, mm-hmm. all this stuff, you'd be absolutely terrified of what this dude could yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and it's all because Miles threw a bagel. I mean, it's bigger than that. Like, it's obviously because he created Miles and Miles created him in the first movie. But if he like references like he threw a bagel. You threw a bagel at me. And so I made, I showed Micah this. I, this was like original, I original thought. Like this was not um, something I saw, but <laughs> it's like, I have a list on Letterboxd that says multiverse movies where a bagel is essential, is central to the plot ranked. And then my thing said, if I had a nickel every time this happened, I would have two nickels, but it's weird that it happened twice. And it's across the Spider-Verse and everything everywhere all at once, because obviously that movie has like, the bagel. This is like the central, central plot point. It's just funny. It's just funny. It is. It is funny. In the last two years, like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's so good. But bagel multiversal movies on top. Yeah, for real. Um. Okay. Now, go watch the movie and come back, and then yeah. watch the spoiler review. Spoiler just... alert. We'll just um, talk a little bit more. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. Um. Oh, first, okay, when, uh, I don't, it's on New Rockstars, I don't know where to, to find it, 
exactly. I'll have to find like the actual video. Um, because I watched the new Rockstar's video of like the breakdown. I haven't watched it yet. Still need to. Um, but I want you to talk about your. I'm gonna find it exactly, but it has to do with the bagel. It's hilarious. Um, but go ahead and talk about your flaw. Oh yeah. So my my flaw, the only flaw I have, which and it's still like fine because it's it has to do with the ending. Um, because the ending was great. My only flaw that I noticed was like it built so much mm-hmm. towards the end, him running away, the chase scene, all that stuff, and then he gets you know past them, gets teleported. Obviously, we find out it's the wrong universe, but so then he's like in the they show him get sent back what we think is home. So we see him moving around, all this stuff, whatever. Um, and then we see Gwen go back to hers or whatever. And then uh, she gets her bracelet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Resolution with her her dad. Um, her dad resigns from being captain. So then now he's not going to die. Um, all this different stuff. And then she ends up in his universe. Um, and then you see... Uh, 2099 clawing through the multiverse coming out and then Scarlet Spider them doing all their posing and the entire time that's all happening the music's building and that ending would have been so oh like it quiet. ending there it should have ended it should have gone from that to to showing us that he's not in his universe mm-hmm. the like it should have gone straight to him you know, then being talking to his mom or whatever, and there's no, who's Spider Man? Yeah. Well, eh. I, I get that. I get that. That'd be cool. I do. With, I like do. I said, I still think. I just think that was it. Built so much, I was like so ready for the end. Yeah. And to be like, to be like, <laughs> and I'll, it was still a great ending. I still felt I, like that. I, I just think I think it was a little bit less impactful. I yeah. I still love the ending. I I I think it's brilliant how they did it, but. I get what you're saying. Like, it was building a lot to the point where, like, I feel so bad for people that didn't know this was a part one. Like, I know. I don't get that either. Like, (laughs) idiots, like, soups and people felt like so much like a part one. Like, it is a part one. (laughs) The criticism that it is, like, incomplete is the craziest. Like, or, like, there's no third act. What do you mean there's no third act? The third act is the whole entire chase. Yeah, one, there is a third act. Two, yeah, knowing that this movie come, just came out, right? Yeah. And it's going to have a, a, a third movie to end the series that comes out in March. Nine months, not even. Like, like 300 not even days. You really, this is not like a normal kind of, like, it's so obvious that that is a part one and part two movie. Uh, like standard it's like where it's not that far apart because they're working on it side by side yeah they're working on it side by side so that they're cohesive and they're together and all these different things and so that people can watch them relatively quickly so they don't forget things like Mm -hmm. all this because it's fresh though their hope it's they were making this movie with the intention of not making it a trilogy and they're like we have way too much here we'll make it a trilogy like Mm -hmm. it's obvious but then they do this brilliant thing of telling another character's full story arc 
completing it because everyone's like, well, Infinity War, if you look at it as Thanos' movie, it's a full movie. Oh my movie. gosh. So I'm like, it's not Thanos' movie. It's Avengers' movie. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is too, it's like, they say that it's an incomplete movie and blah, 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 and, and then, yeah, then he goes, well, like, then people talk about Endgame, but or, but if you look at it through through the Thanos lens, then it is a complete movie. He has a whole character. I'm like, yeah, and if you pull out Gwen, then it's you her. have a full arc, and you have a full movie, and they're like, yeah, but you can't just pull out a character and say that it's <laughs> entire. I'm like, you literally just said that two seconds ago. About Thanos. <laughs> this movie's more complete than Infinity War. Oh, 100%. This movie has conclusions. It has... This movie's so much better than Infinity War. It's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And Infinity War's great. I don't want to hate on Infinity War, but like... This know, movie they, ends... They, they with... make you hate on it because they have such stupid opinions. When Soups came out with <laughs> his review, I was like, what? Because then I watched it. I was like, What? Like, I was expecting to be a little disappointed with the ending. And I, I was yeah. like, what do you... What? It's to the point where I see Soups is not even... He's not even a movie he's critic, not, he's analyst, not. anything. He's just not... He should not be a movie guy. No, His I, opinions are absolute L's every single time. They, they like, ch- it's like he just doesn't know. They change a lot, too. Exactly. It's like he it's like he doesn't know anything about movies, about characters. Like, literally doesn't know anything about anything. And I he like just the- tries to gauge scenarios and tries to say things that he thinks that people will will just either accept or will make him sound like he knows what he's talking about yeah i don't know it's kind of like but he doesn't there's he's lots just... of there's lots of movie people i like a lot more um i like straw hat goofy uh he's not my favorite but i like all the guys i listen to like on the podcast uh you know the guy that wears spider-man costumes or not mm-hmm. costumes like the spider-man sweatshirt yeah, I really like him and his friend. They do a podcast. I really like them, because um, he's a Christian too, which is actually really cool. But um, yeah, Soups is just not. He just says things. He just says filler statements. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I respect he's him. Stupid. He's on the grind. Like do your thing, man. But he's just a fraud. He's a fraud. Yeah. Um. No, but th- this has Gwen's stories told from her perspective. The whole movie is her pitch to the team at the end being like, this is why you should help. And it's her finding her band and being accepted mm-hmm. because she can't connect. And she only connected miles and Peter and Peter died. Like it's so well done. Like, are you kidding me? People, the criticism makes no sense. It is so well done. And I completely agree. This is, and it's so funny because it's literally the only movie that ends on a cliffhanger and still feels complete. Like, it's, like, not a normal thing. Normally, you go for a cliffhanger, it usually just feels like a cliffhanger. This is, like, such a unique movie that actually, for once, has a complete story and is a good standalone movie and all this different thing. Yeah, it's brilliantly done. I I can't even... um, Yeah, there's so much to talk about. Um... You, okay, here's a question that doesn't have to do with spoilers, but um, if Beyond the Spider-Verse, if the third one, is as good or better than the cross, okay, which if it is, and I don't, like, I feel like it has the potential to do that, which is... Yes. Which is not... It will be the best trilogy, yes. Okay. 
I which is because it will be better than Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Which I'm I'm I've been on record. We've talked about this. Lord of the Rings is the best trilogy ever. It's, I didn't think anything would be better than Lord of the Rings for like my lifetime. To be honest, I I didn't think so either, because Lord of it's um I mean you have the second one lacks a little bit, but like you have like one of the greatest movies ever in Return of the King. Like yeah, just, I just mean it's just it's not. I mean, it's it's pretty old at this point. Obviously, we like when we watched it, we we're like very late to the party. It's still the best trilogy all yeah. time. The second best trilogy, like all these different things. Um, the second best trilogy is Star Wars. Um, yeah. Original. Uh, the original whatever trilogy, but all these movies trilogies coming out, nothing even comes close. Star Wars isn't even close. Okay, A no. New Hope. It's not that great. Return yeah. of the Jedi. Also, not that amazing. Empire Strikes Back carries incredibly hard, and the <laughs> entire the entire universe carries incredibly hard. Yeah, but yeah. Star Wars being the second best is nowhere near. Is nowhere near Lord of the Rings. Because like the other great trilogies, like Toy Story, Planet of the Apes trilogy is really good. But then yeah. you have like really great, really really great like one two movies, and the third drops off, like Back to the Future or The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, you have, like, solid trilogies. Like, Captain America's trilogy solid. Like, Guardians is, like, above. So, like, it's great. But, like, it drops off in certain movies. But, like, Lord of the Rings is consistently just flat-out amazing. Mm-hmm. And this movie, like, this trilogy, the Spider-Verse trilogy, if it, if it's... The movie drops off a ton, which I don't think will happen. I mean, they're producing the best so media ever at the moment like it, it's a tough pill to swallow but it's like you gotta give credit where credit's due and frick recency bias like if i see something that i think is the greatest thing ever made like yeah i think it's i think it's a good chance yeah it's which crazy. is yeah which is definitely hard to say it is crazy um should we kind of try to break down the movie as sure. quickly as i'm not quickly i want to do it justice but um so, I mean, movie starts out with Gwen. She's drumming, obviously, which was sweet. And she's, like, telling the story. Like, this is this is the story of Miles Morales. He's been by Radio Spider. He's not the only Spider-Man. All these things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, important thing to mention is her universe. Um, what did you think of the art style? Did you hear about that it's supposed to be a mood ring based on her mood? The color changes? Mm-hmm. Um, Super cool so awesome um but yeah her she's obviously spider spider woman i mean we call her spider gwen but she is spider woman um and like cap we see that her peter parker died because he took a serum becoming the lizard which is i was like whoa that was cool um and she looks like she was the one who killed him um which uh her dad is captain stacy and peter and so they're obviously they're looking for for her and then it cuts to we hear on the police scanner vulture like it's aaron adrian tombs is in the museum of whatever you know um and we see that it's like this old leonardo da vinci vulture like made out of parchment paper um Mm -hmm. and that scene um which was is funny like Katie Steinfeld's killing it as Gwen with like her 
one-liners and all these things. And then we get the introduction to Spider-Man 2099. What did you think about the introduction to him? It was cool. It was fire. He's just a good character overall. Yeah. All the way through. I think he's right, too. I don't... Ah, there's so, so many conflicting thoughts. But, yeah, so we get the introduction to him. Um... That fight scene with Vulture and Spider-Woman, we get her, too, with her motorcycle, and she's pregnant. I was kind of shocked. They are like, we don't know the sex yet. Like, that was a very not easy statement. Hmm? When she's like, we don't know the sex of the baby yet. Oh, yeah. It's very not politically correct to say that, I feel like. And maybe I'm reading into that, but it just felt like I was like, oh. Interesting. Um... But, um, yeah, we get that fight, and then Captain Stacy is trying to basically she gets the he gets the leg up on Gwen, and she reveals who she is, and she goes off with the the Spider Society um, to become a part of it. Um, yeah. And I also found the bagel thing. So on the on the apartment building above where Spot goes in, right, the billboard. It has a big bagel in the middle of it, and it says "all of it, always, all over the place." <laughs> For everything, ever, all of it. I was like, "That's so good! Such a good nod in a multiverse movie about bagel." Like, that's so good. I think that's that is hilarious. Yeah. So, um, shout out to the creators or whoever did that. Um, no. So then we go to Miles. Um, what did you think about the Miles kind of reintroduction? The fight was we get introduced to Spot. What did you think of all that? Yeah, I thought it was great. It was so funny. It um, was hilarious. Uh, do you know the voice actor for the Spot? I recognized him. Mr. I don't remember who it is. Mr. Wes Anderson himself, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. 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 Um, no, he's like texting throughout the fight and like. The whole, like, obviously the holes, like, it's supposed to be funny, which it is. It's just, like, you don't, ex- you think it'll be corny, uh, but, like, the interaction with all of it was so good. It was hilarious. Um, perfectly done. Um, I don't want to, like, go through word by word throughout the entire movie, so I'm trying to think of all the major things. Um, uh, the joke of, like, uh, when he's texting his dad, he's like, oh, you said it all in one word. Oh, the youth. <laughs> Brian, Brian Tyree Henry is so funny as his dad. Yes. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, and, like, the fact that they showed, like, how he's like, you threw the bagel at me. And he's, like, so mad about it. I thought that mm-hmm. was hilarious. Because then now every you look back and, like, he really did throw a bagel at him. Um, yeah, he really doinked him with the bagel. <laughs> Um, which is, oh my gosh. And I guess he kicked his own butt. And then, um, we get introduced to, uh, obviously three different worlds, but it's where we get the Lego scene, mm-hmm. which you said was animated by a 14 year old. Yeah. Bro probably made a bag. <laughs> and he just, he's just, he's just in for life. That's like not fair at all. I saw some tweet being like, imagine putting on your college application 
to an animation school. I'm like, what do you mean college application? This dude's gonna be working for yeah, something. Yeah, what do you mean? You mean job application? Yeah, right? like literally, you do not. He does not need yeah. to go to school. I mean, he might go to school, but here's the thing. I think there's a good chance that he he doesn't, he doesn't pay for school. He's going to be working and going to school. Oh, he's going okay. to like get a job at some studio and there's Sony, bro. To They'd to, be stupid. To go to it. So they go to some school to get you know a wider range, but he's already got all the skills, so it's gonna be or they'll give him his own like certification course thing yeah. through Tony Animation stuff, yeah, yeah. something like that, mm-hmm. you know, that he's just gonna do. But he's get yeah, he's gonna have that. It was resume. it was great. It was like the it was scene really good. The scene was very good. We see see a couple times. We first he pops his head out, obviously. But then we see like the whole scene of J.K. Simmons reprising his his voice acting role of J. Jonah James, which is one of the best comic book castings of all time. It's just so so perfect. It is. Uh, but when when the Spider Lego Spider Man is, I just it's just so funny because Lego Spider Man is like Miguel, we have an anomaly. He's like, thank you, Peter. You're one of our best. <laughs> I know. It was hilarious because he's just, yeah, he's just this Lego guy and he's like, and it pops up and it's actual animation. But like, it's and, just so funny. And like the sound, he goes, beep boop, beep boop. Yeah, I know, he's making the sound of like, beep boop. <laughs> we got an anomaly. Thanks, Peter. You're one of our best. Thank you. Beep boop. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Um, I Another thing I really loved, obviously it goes to, to Venom. Um, with Mistress Chen, which also okay, this movie was hilarious. Like, I feel like when in the theater, not that many people laughed at joke. I'm like, this was I was cracking up. It was so funny. Um, mm. when he's like, "This is a regular Tuesday night for you. You act like you've seen this before." When like it's, ven- <laughs> it's Venom, um, just so so funny. Um, what uh, I love the relation, like the whole Miles and his parents thing, is super good too. Um, I think that's really well done. Um, uh, what else? Him and Gwen, obviously, is great. Um, <laughs> there's the one, the one beating question across the whole community. Which one? <laughs> is did. Did Hobie and Gwen oh. do stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep seeing that, too. Hobie... I, Hobie. See, I see... The videos are so hilarious, because it's always, like... It's supposed to be a joke or whatever, and obviously... But then it's, like... The joke in the videos is always, like... It's just a guy group of friends just, like, going at it in the most heated I've argument seen. ever about which side they stand yeah, on and yeah, the reasons yeah, yeah. and all this. Like, but what about the toothbrush? The, the converse. Um, yeah. yeah, before we get into all the spider people, because we're about to meet the spider people, um, or at least one of them, uh, is when Miles as Spider-Man is talking to his dad, he's like, how about you get off the kids? <laughs> I died. I died, dude. It was so funny. Oh. Let him spread his wings. Like this. Like this. <laughs> so, oh, it's perfect. Um, I, then we go to, uh, we get the scene response. He's traveling, obviously he's a multi, you know, and oh my gosh, the scene where Gwen is talking or is in, in the apartment. Um, and 
Miles is invisible, like above her. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was fire. And she turned oh. around and looks and it's like into his eyes without knowing. Yeah. Also the the invisibility, like the way they did it was so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool. But then they go to Mumbatan, which is Mumbai in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um what did you think about the brand new edition of Spider Man India? Yeah, it was cool. He was he was pretty good. He was, I I I expected to like not care. Like, oh, he's cool, yeah. but like, but like his whole like his webs that he uses and like with the yeah, were very cool. It's so cool how like the obviously the Spider Man that they have given personality to, obviously, like they it's so well, like it's so to his culture and like. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that's dope. Hinder my... from Deadpool. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. What were you gonna say? <laughs> so he has one of my favorite lines in the entire movie, the chai tea. Yeah, it's You're saying tea tea. Would you like some coffee? Coffee with a set of cream cream. Which is so funny because it's true. Or the one it was much quieter, but he's like, I came to to find myself. He's like. That is a Western idea. Don't eat, pray, love me. <laughs> so good too. Um, so he's he's hilarious with Spider Man India. That's that's mostly what we get out of him. Um, we see Miles. Uh, obviously, the spots trying to you know get more power, which is crazy. He's like solely doing it just so he can kill Spider Man and hurt Spider Man. So brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to do anything else but be a villain to because he oh it's so well. But yep. uh, we get Spider-Punk, Daniel Kaluuya as the voice, which I did not think he could be as good as he was as the voice. Um, I know. It was so, so awesome. Just how, he, he had some of the best lines in the entire movie, too. Uh, he was one of the best characters by far. Um, he, was a, he was great. Obviously, we know his animation was stunning and brilliant. Um, yeah. And the funniest thing about his animation or whatever is one of my favorite things someone said or whatever. It's like they're talking about how he is in his own frame rate or whatever. Mm-hmm. The three, three frames stop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, he doesn't even conform to the rules of animation. <laughs> yeah, because he's like a non-conformist. About, yeah, he's like, I don't conform to that. I don't conform to this. Blah, blah blah. You know, his entire whatever stories from when he starts, he's like, he hates like the spider societies. Like, I hate I'm the AM, I hate the, the crew. I hate. You know, he's like, I don't do teams. He's like, you're literally in a band. He's like, I don't do consistency or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he <laughs> says. It's so it's good. It's hilarious. Um, but then, do you see him at, do you see the video breaking down his, while they're moving through the Spider Society to go see uh, Miguel O'Hara? Yeah. He's grabbing things to create a bracelet. Yeah, to give me a new bracelet. It's so awesome. So, so fired. The attention to detail is so fired. Yeah, it's so good. And like, um, yeah, the things he says are hilarious just throughout. He, he, at the very, obviously, there's like a huge wall and he's like, use your, use your palms, which obviously later in the movie is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when he's like, we don't think you're a joke. He's like, I don't believe in comedy. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was one of the best one-liners ever, dude. That is like the best comedy. I love that. It's, it's so like, funny. I don't believe in comedy. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> and like the little, 
I, this is the whole movie. But the little things that pop up that like explain it. And he's like, I, I ain't got Scooby Doo, uh, which is like clue for Cogni. It's like that that slang term. Super mm-hmm. awesome. Um, we see Miles save um, the. Save someone. Save the captain, essentially. I forget mm-hmm. what he actually was. Yeah, I don't remember his name or whatever, but um, he's, he's the captain of the yeah. universe. Yeah. Oh, this is oh, this is the... So they when they're saving the building and, like, saving all the people, I don't know if you thought this was as cool as I did, but, like, where he... Miles is saving, like, the three or four people, and then his spider sense goes off, and he turns around and punches the brick wall that's falling at them. I was like, holy crap, that's so cool. It was so it was- awesome sweet yeah. um but yeah gwen tries to stop him because it's a canon event um and we we later learn from miguel o'hara that canon events are things that happen for spider-man um mm-hmm. and so he saves the captain which was a canon event for spider-man india and spider-man india just doesn't have issues he's just the happiest spider-man there is which is hilarious he's like how do you have such awesome hair Genetics, prayer, coconut oil. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Um, I don't work out because I'm naturally buff. <laughs> so, and I don't want to get too big. <laughs> yeah, super good. Um, and obviously, we then we go to Spider Society. So now we got Easter egg on Easter egg, all these things. Insomniac, Spider-Man, uh, Spider Parked Car. Uh, or Peter Parked Car, whatever his name is. Uh, we get Web Slinger and Spider Horse, which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, we get... Uh, you want to talk about the big one? What did you think of the big one? <laughs> which big one? Uh, the live-action Prowler. Donald Glover as Prowler. Um, yeah. What did you think about that? It was cool. It was crazy. I was like, Whoa! weird i like turned yeah. to jenna and she's like what are you looking at me for i'm like what do you mean what am i looking at you for like know your it's facts the prowler. Like, it's the prowler it's uncle, it's uncle aaron yeah um, he has a nephew and then uh it was uh hobie spider punk i caught him myself it's like, i slipped <laughs> um yeah. that was hilarious uh i now okay i gotta tell you my favorite cameo in the entire movie um it was when they were leaving, like not leaving. <laughs> they were chasing Miles, um, and it's Spider-Man sixty-seven swings in, and they have like his theme, and mm-hmm. he's just like this, like uh, not three-dimensional. He's like two-dimensional, and he's like swinging in, and then he says like something like I pulled a muscle. I don't know what he says. Yeah, yeah. But it, that was my favorite, not because like I was like so I was like the only one in the theater that was like oh my gosh when I first saw it because. We grew up, even though it came out in 1967, like that's a long time ago, but we both grew up watching that one um, Mm -hmm. and probably watched every single episode of that, that show. Um, And so that was just, that was awesome. I was like, whoa, that was my favorite. So great. My Uh, favorite was spider pop. Oh, the popsicle. (laughs) The popsicle. (laughs) That you can barely see. (laughs) In the very background. Yeah. Um, Those are all good. The insomniac one was awesome. The ultimate spider-man ultimate or unlimited i forget which one it was but or spectacular spectacular Spectacular. yeah 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 that was the more recent animated one he he actually had a line and everything yeah that was great he was good um 
But yeah, the whole Spider Society, super cool. Cameo's awesome. You see so many different types and different Spider-Man. Ben Riley, um, Scarlet Spider, Andy Sandberg was hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they absolutely <laughs> trolled him as a character though. Well, I think oh he's like God. that because he's a clone. He is. Um he is. Yeah. but he's like perfect pose. <laughs> <laughs> There's a disturbance in the alley. I'm now in the alley. I'm looking at the walls. Those seem to be normal. There's something not normal in front of me. <laughs> and then he gets pulled in. He gets pulled in. <laughs> oh, it's super funny. I hope we see more of him, like in action. It's like, I'm squeezing too. you with my big giant muscles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a... like, I'm just reminiscing on my terrible upbringing. Oh. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, it's great. But then we do get the explanation of the multiverse, the spider verse. Um, which that scene in general is just super cool. PDB Parker returns, got Mayday Parker. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite. This is the, the, like, I don't believe in comedy one. And this one's really good too, where he's like, take a crap on the system. I salute you <laughs> to Mayday Parker. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, it's so good. Or he's like, I'm not even here. Um, they're all th- perfect one-liners. But um, obviously Miguel O'Hara is mad because um, he's explaining all these canned events that need to happen. And we see Andrew Garfield. We see Tobey Maguire. We don't see Tom Holland, um, which I don't think this is going to. Do you think this will lead into MCU live action? I, I don't anymore. I don't think so. Because so, you know, when he says. Don't even get me started about the that nerd that about Doctor yeah. Strange and that earned on nineteen Yep. The writers were like, that was just a joke. It just was supposed to be funny. Like, <laughs> that's, that's they're like, it wasn't. There's nothing to it. It was just supposed to be funny, basically. So, which I don't think they'll. We might get live action stuff, but I don't think it'll be MCU. Like, I don't think. That, I think if anything, that was mocking it. You know. Yeah. Mocking all the people that are like. Oh, they're gonna merge with the MCU, blah yeah. blah, and they're like, "Shut up!" Yeah. So. So they're like calling them idiots and nerds and mm-hmm. incapable and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't think it'll, but we see all these events, which was cool. Like all the comics, you see all these things happening, like canon events, which I thought was super well done. I think it was their multiverse is way more interesting than like the MCU's multiverse. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It just feels more complete and cohesive. It's much more tangible. Things that happen, like, make sense why they happen. Um, versus, like, the MCU's is a little choppy, I feel like. Um, but yeah, so we get that incredible scene where, like, all the, the spider stuff comes out. Like, the, the red webbing, I guess. Explaining everything. Um, and then says that his dad, Miles' dad, is going to die in two days when he gets sworn as captain. And, um... That ensues the one of the best action sequences I've ever seen, um, mm-hmm. and uh, here's a question: Are you? It's it feels like civil war. Like, are you team Miles or are you team Miguel O'Hara? I'm definitely team Miles. See, I think I think it's irrational. He was living in another universe. Yeah. Okay, and the Mumbatan spot was there. So how do you even know that it was because he changed? Because he 
save the captain. Yeah. The only actual issues that have happened were from Miguel. Other than that, it's like, like I said, the Latin is like questionable whether it was spot or it was because he saved the captain. You don't actually know. Yeah, it's not. Also, there's there's plot. I mean, there's plot holes. There's ways around it or loopholes. I mean, yeah, plot holes. Not plot holes. Um, <laughs> there's loopholes, obviously, like with Gwen, with Captain Stacy resigning. Save yeah, him. I feel like if it'll explain it. Swear, if his dad doesn't swear in, he won't die. That kind of different thing. Yeah. Um, or whatever. Uh, but it's just not. It's just not. It doesn't align with the Spider-Man character to to know something and not try to save someone. But at the same time, it doesn't align with the Spider-Man character to sacrifice your personal life in order to save the world. So it's this interesting balance. Correct. Which is, it's so, like, because in a sense, because I was, I was, when I was, I took notes in it. I took a lot of notes because I may say I saw it three times and I carry this around with me to just take random notes just all the time in general in life, but then the movie. And like I was trying to take notes for like a spiritual review. And because frankly, this is going to go on our book because mm-hmm. duh. <laughs> uh, and I was like, because Miles' whole persona and perspective of like, nah, I'm going to do both. I can do both. Like, I'm going to do my own thing. It's very selfish. You know, it's very prideful. It's very like, I'm not going to sacrifice other th- for people's benefits. It's and I want my own benefit, whatever. So it's very like mm-hmm. sinful. But also like, that's just like an over analysis of like the character versus like, there's obviously he's right in the sense like he should try to save his dad. Like everybody's going to try to save his dad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I figured out a way to not, to do a different theme than um, that whole one. Cause there's, uh, there's a sermon that I heard a while ago called, uh, there's, I don't remember. They're called Kairos moments. The word's Kairos. It's a Greek word, but it's like a moment where their life could go this way or it could go this way. Um, mm-hmm. and that, this movie is all about that. So I think <laughs> I was like, I like that better than choosing a side in this, you know, devotional book. But, uh, no, so that I'm like both like Miguel is right, but also he could be hiding something very true, mm-hmm. but also miles is right. So, um, super, super fascinating. Um, where are we now? Oh, Dude. I mean, now we're basically just. There's not really much after that. The only thing is just the big reveal. Well, first, um, the train scene. Obviously, they. Oh, the joke! Oh my gosh, this was so funny! Oh my gosh, uh, when Spider-Man, well, uh, the counseling thing, so funny. The counseling scene. Let me guess. Your uncle died, um, <laughs> <laughs> but. The one with Web Slinger, where Miles is on the back. He's like, and it cuts like the Western draw. And he's like, draw on three. One. He's like, you didn't wait for three. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. That was um, hilarious. But then just the action sequence of Miguel versus Miles, like on the train and fighting was so good. Um, it, was, it was very cool. And like, if you stop the animation, it like, 
it shows all these different things. I've seen a video about it. It's like brilliant, like how what like how they're doing that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just it's pretty awesome. Um, I, I, the animation just breathtaking um, in general, obviously, but. Um, Yeah, and then he lures them all out, obviously, onto the train. And you're like, oh, so this was planned. And then he flies down, goes invisible, um, and gets transported back to what he thought was his home world. Um, But it gets transferred from where your spider bit you, like from that DNA. So he's on a different world. He goes inside. He's his mom, and it was so funny. He's like, "I'm Spider Man, Spider Man." Um, reveals to his mom who Spider Man it that he's Spider Man. She doesn't care, and then they realize Gwen realizes everyone realizes that he's in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> which, which I when he showed up, I was like, "Why does it look so different?" Um, but I didn't put it together yet. Um, but. Uh, yeah, and then obviously Uncle Aaron shows up, which is, I mean, it's like a needle dropping moment, like holy crap. Um, <laughs> and then he gets punched by Prowler, and obviously then we he's in on the punching bag. Same way he ties up Peter B. Parker on the punching bag, which was a cool callback. Um, yep. But, um. Uh, and then he sees and is revealed that um, the Prowler in this universe is Miles. It's him. He has become the Prowler. Uh, his dad is dead, and there's no Spider-Man because the Spider-Man that was supposed to bite that Miles, we see like a clip of it, which is so well done, gets transported by those scientists in the first movie, and it bites Miles in his universe. Uh, like mm-hmm. our, our miles um and because there's a spider-man then crime just runs rampant we hear news that jay jones anderson says something about the sinister six um and um the movie pretty much ends with gwen showing that she found her band and it's like uh spider-man india spider-punk spider-bite and then the original spider people spider-man noir spider-ham and parker from the first movie and it's like their team they're going to help miles um so that's how we end what did you think of the reveal obviously did you expect it like all that type of stuff uh definitely definitely expected it i didn't expect Uh, it until well when it was happening yeah 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 it's like when he saw uncle aaron and whatever and then he was like once he was like, I'm not the prowler. It's like, oh, it's and I also, I figured that was going to happen. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like talking about the prowler. And, and like, he's definitely going to ask him about being the prowler. And then he's going to say, I'm not the prowler. Yeah. Like, that kind of deal. Yeah. Um, cool part was that it started. I mean, everything, they planned out everything so well. This started. We are actually, we already knew this since the beginning of the first movie. Without actually knowing it, they told us. They told when us he a got lot. Bit, 
and they were seeing the persona every single time, like the aura of Spider Man is like red and blue, or whatever. Like his spider sense. Yeah, and he was, and it shows him after he's getting bit, and he is green and purple. Mm-hmm. So he was going to be Prowler in the, you know, Miles Morales and his universe. And the Miles Morales in the other universe was going to be Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it got shifted. So it shifted from green and purple to red and blue. Yeah. As he was talking to Spider Man in his universe. Yep. The Brad Pitt got bit. Yep. And when the spider the spider was descending down into like the place where he's doing graffiti with Uncle Aaron, it glitches. Yeah, it glitches. Which yep. like is telling you that it's not but no yeah, one but no we one had no idea at that point that when you're in a different universe and you're not wearing a stability thing that you glitch. Glitch, exactly. Yeah, no yep. one thought about that. So Exactly. But they told you since the very beginning. It's just crazy. It's and so also, intertwined. His persona thing or whatever is has spots all over it, his little polka dots. Oh, yeah, you're right. In the very beginning of the movie, it has little circles over the green and purple and the red and blue or whatever. And people are saying this, you know. Spots his arch nemesis. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so well done. The The reveal was crazy. The conclusion of Gwen's story, finding her own band, was awesome. Um, the next movie is going to be wild because you have Miles. So Miles got to deal with Miles and the Prowler in that universe. Gwen and the team, they got to find Miles and save Miles. Miles also has to deal with, everyone's got to deal with the spot because he's like, this showed him, he's like, this. oh my gosh, he looks so good, dude. And then you got to deal with Miguel and all the Spider Society. Mm-hmm. That's all putting, oh, it's going to be a long movie. It's going to be like two and a half hours plus. It is. But give it to me <laughs> right it's now. Gonna be, it's going to be crazy. I don't know. I don't think that the Miles versus Miles Prowler is going to be... I don't think it's going to be incredibly long, but... No, I don't think it'll be as I think crazy that, as we think. I think that it'll be maybe a big part of the movie. So I, I don't think they'll just ignore it, but I don't think it'll stay there long. I think the movie is going to be... This is my theory on the Beyond part, like why it's called Beyond, because I think that certain things are bigger than the multiverse and like the canon events. And like, I think it's going to be about destiny and like changing destiny based on certain things like love or something like that, or like whatever, whatever characteristic you want to put in there. If you know what I mean? Like how Mm -hmm. miles, his destiny was changed. How Gwen's father's destiny was changed like that. Like the prowler miles could end up helping and becoming who he was supposed to be in this all, like be able to twist canon events to make them fit. And then he become yeah. a, a good prowler. Because it, it, it goes beyond what we think the, the Spider Verse is. And like instead of things collapsing, it's fixing things through the changing of said person or destiny. I think it's going to be all about changing your destiny. That's what I think. Yeah. Or like what's actually meant to happen. Yeah. I think it's gonna be that, which should be, you know, cool. So definitely. Um Yeah. yeah. Movie's amazing. Go watch it if you haven't. Um Hundred out of a hundred, perfect movie, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um should we run through our rankings? We don't have to like do our like take a ton of time. Um 
individually just go and I'm not counting Venom or Let There Be Carnage. I'm just doing just Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. So just run through your 10 through 6 just quickly. Give it a little sh- short sentence why you why there. And then we'll go back and forth for 5 through or through 1 quickly too. Because we don't need to do it again. We've talked about this before. Yeah. We're going to have way different lists. You think so? Also. Oh, yeah. Mine Maybe are not. I- Maybe not the top as much, but. Maybe. Eh. Okay, what's your what's your ten through six? Still low. Um, yeah. So mine, my ten, I have Spider Man three. Okay. My least, my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Number nine, I have. You're not gonna agree with this. Um, I have Far From Home. Oh gosh. Um. <laughs> it's just, I just like the other movies better. Oh, that hurts a lot. <laughs> Every single one. That's crazy. <laughs> other than Spider Man three. I like better than that movie. Oh my gosh. Um, number eight, I have Tasm Two. Okay. Um, because I'm a Tasm fan. Yeah. My favorite Spider-Man. Uh, my number seven, number seven, number six. You're still not gonna agree with this, but um, these two, it's just like I don't know which one to do which. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Homecoming and No Way Home are my seven and six, and I just don't wow. know. I just don't know which one to do for which. No I way seven, home I think is Homecoming, that low. That's surprising. It is. I think Homecoming is better movie than No Way Home. But No Way Home is, yeah. is a way better experience watching it. I just haven't watched it again since. So it's hard to put it above it. But I did. Talk yeah. about it number six. Yeah. Oh, now it's my turn. Duh. Um, all right. At 10, I have TASM 2. Um... I think. Uh, you have it at nine, shut up. <laughs> um No, I have it at eight, actually. Oh, you're right. Uh there's no way, there's no world which Spider Man three is better than Tasm Two. I haven't watched Spider Man three in a while, so that but Tasm two has a lot of bad, there has a lot of good too. It has a lot of good. There's a lot I like, but um I guess it could be interchangeable with my nine, which is Spider Man three. Um I don't really care for it. Uh, my number eight. This is this is no one's opinion. Uh, I have the first Spider Man. Um, at this point, you're getting into movies that I think are all good. Like this is like it's low, but like this is good. Like these are good movies. Um, I think Spider Man Three is the only one I think is not a good movie. Yeah, Amazing Tasm Two is extremely rewatchable, and I enjoy it, but I think it's a bad movie. That's why I have it low. Um, Spider Man. I love Green Goblin. Great. At seven, I have Tasm, the first Tasm. Um, I think it's phenomenal. I love it. I don't think it's perfect, obviously, but the, the Gwen, the Stacy relationship that we get, all those things, the suit, the web slinging, the quips, all that, amazing. And at six, I have um, Far From Home. That's my, one of my favorite Spider-Man scenes of all time. It's it's fantastic. I love it. So. Um. Yeah, my number five out of Spider Man, the first one, the first one. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, yeah, like I said, like my Spider Man, it's low on my list, but it's still high in my high in my heart. Like it's still a great movie. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it is a good movie. Um, at my number five, I have Homecoming. Um, I think it's fantastic. Like I don't agree with the Iron Boy Junior things. Like I kind of get it, but I I, I don't. Like he does a great job on his own. <clears throat> um, 
got great moments. Vulture's underrated villain. So that whole scene yeah. in the car is, I think, such a good scene too. Definitely. But, um, my number four, I have Tasm. Tasm. The first yeah. one. Like I said, my favorite Spider-Man. You remember we watched that on the Fourth of July? Yeah. At the, at the time, I thought it was the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, at my number four, I have Spider-Man 2. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's... I wouldn't... I'm not a think that you put uh, No Way Home above Spider-Man 2. I don't know. Like, I'll explain why in a second. But Yeah, I love Spider-Man 2. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, that's my number three, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I figured we had the same top two. Uh, my three is No Way Home. And Spider-Man 2 is a better movie. Um, But my favorite theater experience ever, like the culmination of my childhood, and like my favorite character in all fiction, like all just meshed together, it, it elevates the score. If I were to be fair and honest and like an actual good movie reviewer about No Way Home, like No Way Home would probably be around five, maybe. Um, maybe, maybe four. Maybe probably switch Spider-Man 2 with it and maybe Homecoming. I think Homecoming is probably a little bit better of a movie than No Way Home. But mm-hmm. just, I can't deny how, when I think about that, when I th- like how it makes me feel, all those things. So. It's just yeah. It's a it's a life changing movie in the sense of like what I felt watching it for the first time, which is why it's so high. I don't think it's you know anywhere yeah. near as good of a movie as you know Spider Man the first one or Spider Man two or you know things like that. But definitely. So um, then our number two and then number one is Into the Spider Verse and Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse is incredible. I literally had it at a 99 out of 100 because I think the only flaw with it is like Kingpin's not the craziest villain. Like he's good, but like I just didn't care for him as much. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think this movie would be better. Like I, I kept hoping. I was like, I think across, I, I think so. I think so. I think, but in my heart, I was like, ah, oh, there's no way. This movie's Into the Spider Verse is too good. Mm-hmm. And then it's Into the Spider Across Spider Verse came out, and obviously. Um, oh yeah. So I have some Spider Verse trivia for you. Um, All right, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I have, there's only eight. I don't think they're too crazy. So okay, we'll um, see. Okay. Um, who voices Miguel O'Hara, Spider Man 2099? Oscar Isaac. Hey, that is correct. What is one of the nicknames? That Gwen calls Miguel when she first meets him. There's one, two, there's three, there's, there's a few, few options. What is one of them? I don't remember. Really? You gotta remember, I've only seen the movie once. I know, I, so I didn't. I don't remember what she's called him. She calls him Blue Panther. She calls him Nacho Libre. She calls him Dark Garfield. Yeah, I remember Blue Panther, that's it. Okay. Um, After you said it. Okay, what is Hammer Space? Hammer space? Yeah. They put a whole on-screen thing about it, too. I'll give you context. Um, so when Vulture's wing gets ripped off and it immediately grows back, 
And then Miguel's like, he oh, has, he yeah. has hamstring. Hammer's fist is like, uh, oh gosh, how do they describe it? You don't have to be careful. It's like the storage of, what was it? I don't remember how they described it. Basically, it's like the infinite storage of like yeah. this animation or yeah. whatever, and you can just draw back. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially an explanation of characters, primary cartoons, who seem to have infinite supply of invisible and impossible storage space. Like in the first movie, when his spider spider hand pulls out his hammer, yeah. hammer space. So, um, yeah. what food did Miles throw at the spot in the first movie? Bagel. Bagel. Um, what is one of the three worlds that Spot travels to when he kicks his own butt? Obviously, we know he goes to uh, Mumbatton and the, that place, but the first three that he goes to, do you know? I mean, he goes to the Venom universe. Mm-hmm. He, he, he goes to the Lego, right? That's that goes, time. goes to the Lego, yeah. and there's one other. Do you know it? I remember it being really weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, once you tell me, I'll remember it. But It's it's technically just comic. It's amazing fantasy. That's the yeah. amazing fantasy universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when Miles brought the two cakes to his dad's party, what did they say when they showed him? Oh. <laughs> it's a great joke. <laughs> oh, what was it? It's like... I don't remember what it was. It was like not. It was like not proud or something. Yeah, something it's like I'm that. I'm not proud. Yeah, <laughs> which is, okay. which is so funny. Um, what food was Spider Bite? So the VR Spider Spider Woman. What food was she eating when she Talkies. was No, dang it! <laughs> it, <laughs> it was some kind of gamer snack. It's Fritos. Yeah, Fritos. Yeah. Um, and then the last question: What Earth is the spider that bit Miles? from 42 you know his jersey is number 42 that he wears yeah and it's but it's like everywhere everywhere yeah they show even in other projects they like used it was like his lucky number yeah 42 and other things yeah Yeah. so alrighty um backstory yeah we're gonna take a break from (laughs) spider-man Um, we're going to take a break from Spider-Man to talk about what we've been watching and then we'll end with the Spider-People Spider-People draft so um, yeah do you want to start or I can start yeah I'll I'll start Um, I haven't watched that series of movies so yeah (laughs) it's like half and half yeah we'll see but yeah some of them we'll talk about the other Um, the one I watched right before we started was Animal House yeah. I'd, already seen, I'd already seen before, but I didn't remember it really. Okay. I watched it like in high school or something with friends. Nice. Um, it's just a movie. From 1978? Yeah. Did dad recommend a... it? Huh? Did dad recommend it to you? No. Oh, you just watched it. It's like it's like Tommy Boy type comedy type stuff. You know, it's old. Um, but yeah, it's just about a frat. Called the Animal House, Delta Frat, or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty much the premise. They do stupid things. Um, I watched Jerry and Marge go large. I don't even it's know. Actually, that. It's actually a pretty good movie. 
Um, you don't know what it is? I've seen, I... tic- I've seen clips of it all over TikTok for like, like six months. So I finally decided to watch it. It's got Brian Cranston in it. Oh, it came out last year. Oh, it's got Rain Wilson. Yes, and yep, and Rain Wilson. Um, basically, it's sort of based on a true story, which I didn't know. But basically, this dude is like a factory worker. He retires. Um, he's really good at math, and he figures out there's a flaw in the lottery, so that on roll down oh. weeks, when uh, the winnings go to people who got two and three numbers or whatever, well, three numbers because the winnings two numbers you get. A free lottery ticket. Mm. Um, he basically, if you buy enough, you you win. Oh, Guaranteed. Interesting. And so it's about him doing that with his wife, and then they get like a group of people from their town. They basically revive their town completely. Oh, that's cool. Taking they just take people who buy into it and create a business out of it and go buy and print and check all the lottery tickets and make, they ended up making like $27 million or something like that. Oh, wow. Before it got shut down and phased out or whatever. Um, but then there's these kids from Harvard who also figure it out and there's this thing with them. Um, but yeah, it was actually, it was a pretty good movie. Entertaining, pretty short to the fun. point. It was funny. What? So the other person that has seen this that I follow, he's like a TikToker. He has it at a one star. I mean, it's like a three star movie, but yeah, it's definitely not a one star movie in my opinion. You won't hate it. It's no. not going to bore you to death and whatever. So yeah, the other movie, another movie I watched, I watched Escape Room, which I've wanted to watch for a while interesting me like it's interesting to me these kind of movies uh it's basically like belco experiment type deal it's like a you know social experiment type deal but escape room that actually like kills you and it's like based on these people and um all this stuff so basically it's premise it's like these people get selected for an escape room then each room is like related to a trauma of theirs they all are are sole survivors so they're like statistical anomalies and they're like they figure out that they're like trying to figure out who's the luckiest of the lucky you know that kind of deal mm-hmm. all that stuff um yeah it's pretty interesting it's cool and i like escape rooms and puzzles and things like that so they it interested me right it makes sense um i watched a man called auto that was actually a really good movie i heard it's uh, pretty good super sad but yeah it was actually a really good movie tom hanks actually did a good job good for job. once um yeah incredibly sad yeah essentially he's just like depressed, right? this depressed guy trying to kill himself old guy because his wife died yeah and um fails like multiple times for different reasons mm-hmm. um and this new couple moves in next to the door or whatever and the wife or whatever and he she like won't leave him alone and keeps trying to make relationship with him Gotcha. And then he finds purpose and meaning. That's kind of basically the premise. Nice. Um, after thinking he had none. Yeah. Um, Moonrise Kingdom, the best of the movies I watched this week. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great. It's very Wes Anderson style was awesome. It's a great coming of age story. It is a great coming of age story. I thought it was great. I loved it. Yeah. Not much to say. Yeah, really nothing to complain about. 
Nice. Um, so I've been watching The Office. Um, I'm on season eight. I actually don't think without Steve Carell it's that bad. Obviously, it's missing. No, it's not that bad. It's just missing. It's the main. missing. It's him. missing its heart. So yeah, it's just not. I st- I still laugh. It's still funny. Oh, for sure. I still love it. Um, but like when he leaves, I cried. Um, oh, for sure. With Jim, Jim and him. It's like, I'll, I'll see you at lunch tomorrow. I was just weeping, dude. I was so sad. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Um, I watched a movie called Run with Jenna. Um, you've probably seen the clips on TikTok. It's a, the movie about the, the mom who drugs her kid to keep her, like, sick. I think so. Yeah. Well, it was wild. It was, like, messed up. It wasn't bad. Um... <laughs> It was just very average. Nothing crazy. It was very suspenseful. It kept my attention throughout the movie. And um, I planned on like being on my computer the whole time. Like on my laptop and I was just watching it. So, um, And the ending is pretty satisfying. It's got a great ending. I'll spoil it if you don't care. But, yeah, um, I don't care. So basically, obviously this mom is drugging her kid. But it comes to find out that uh, she... The mom had a like had a baby that died after like two two like ten days or two hours sorry two hours died after two hours, and when the mom left the hospital, she stole a baby from the like the baby thing. She stole the baby, so she stole her daughter. It wasn't actually her daughter, and this daughter finds out that she's been giving her like dog medicine, all these things to like cause her to be sick. So she's always needing to be taken care of. All these things. Um, finds out and like is on the run and eventually escapes kind of and she's at the hospital and the mom's trying to break out of the hospital and they she gets saved please come she, mom falls down the stairs pretty funny um well you think she's dead I thought she was dead but then it turns out she's not and like this girl grows up she gets married she has this job she goes to school she's like learning to walk again all these things she has this whole they don't show all this but this is implied but then she goes to this prison this infirmary um where her mom is and i'm like what this is stupid because like she's like being nice to her she's like talking to her explaining about her life i'm like this chick like made your life awful like why are you like why like what uh like i was just terrible i was like this is awful and then the last five seconds of the movie, basically, the daughter is like, I love you, mom, Like, but it's time for me to go. Uh, or she's like, I love you. It's time for me to go. I need to leave, basically. And like the mom is like, it's like shocked the whole time. And then f- final five seconds, the only reason this movie became like actually decent, like towards the end, and I didn't think the ending was trash, is because she, she like um, spits out pills that she was holding in her mouth to get them through security and she takes them out she puts them in her hand she opens her hand she, she goes now open up mom and then the movie ends and i was like that's actually pretty it was really satisfying she was she was killing her <laughs> um because she made her life obviously awful but um sat- satisfying ending to say the least uh, <laughs> that is i watched the incredibles which still holds up still great Fantastic, top ten for sure. Top ten for sure. Pixar probably top six, top five. 
watched Onward. Underrated. Really love it. Got great charm. Chris Pratt, Tom Holland do a great job. Story is super fun. It's funny. It's a great movie. Uh, watched Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Because I watched the other one last week or something like that. So, working through it. It's a great movie. Oh my god, it's awesome. Um, for my rewatches, I've been putting my favorite quote from the movie. Um, and like, quote, I put it like, I've got a job, dirt. I've got a job, dirt. <laughs> Never guess what side it. Many falls. Um, I watched Reality, which you would actually probably like. It wasn't like amazing, but it's basically Sydney Sweeney plays this person. It's a true story where her life gets it's like two hours of her life being put on trial or being in, investigated by the FBI basically because there have been classified documents stolen by her because she worked for like the government basically. Um, and that the script is completely taken from audio that was recorded the whole time. So everything was said in the entire movie, every, everything was recorded like in a real life thing that actually happened. So it was like anxiety inducing, super good. I mean, not amazing, but, and then I watched a movie called Sanctuary. It was good because it has like the best cinematography of the year. The other guy, not Jared Carmichael, but the white guy from On the Count of Three is in it. And it's basically about this dude who is, like, really rich and he runs a hotel company. His dad died and he took over. And he does, like, these fantasy kind of, like, I don't know, sexual tension things that he pays this woman to do. Like, a lot of money. Where, like, she... They don't touch. They're not, like, having course or anything like that but like she's dominant over him it's really weird it was really like the concept of plot really really weird i didn't enjoy it because of that um because it was so it was very you know very sexual um which i wasn't i didn't know i didn't watch a trailer before going into this i just heard people say that it was good um and so like that was really really weird like very really i don't uncomfortable definitely um, but the plot was like fine other than that like acting was really really good and then the cinematography was mesmerizing so that was good but I couldn't wait but, um, and then we both watched Threat Level Midnight um, did you just go yeah. watch the episode yeah when she texted me that you watched that I was like yeah I want to watch it again so funny so good that's hilarious. It is. It's very, very funny. Um, and then we both watched Shooting Stars. The movie about LeBron. Mm-hmm. Who the actor playing LeBron, not actor, basketball player playing LeBron is someone that we knew slash know. Yeah. Mookie Cook. Marquise Mookie Cook. So... What'd you think? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. For what it was. It was really good basketball. Yeah. Um, choreography. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just thought it was overall really good, honestly. I gave it like four star. Um, it's probably a three and a half star. I don't it's just really, really, really cool watching Mookie do the role. Yeah, that was like the coolest part for me. Yeah, it's just cool to see him do it it was a really weird first experience like that um 
Like, you, you know him. Like, and we knew him when he was, like, a second grader. Mm-hmm. Yep, all growing up, yeah. Like, um... I'd say the only thing, I think it could have been really, really good if they would have just... The downfall is that Bro really doesn't have that great of a story. His story's just not that crazy. He's like, wow, I'm really good at basketball. I'm getting all this money. I got this... Yeah. I'm going to get millions of dollars. I got this car. I have a girlfriend. I'm he, winning basketball games. Yeah, from where he started, obviously, was not the greatest. Like, he lived in, obviously, Akron. His mom was poor. But, like, yeah. everything that happened, just it just kept going up, up, and up, and up, and away. Um, There's no hardship. No, and it was just not as impactful. They should have made him they should have made him feel more legendary. Yeah. That didn't it didn't feel like he was you know like the coolest, most awesome high school prospect to ever happen, and then he became this sick, you know. Like it should have should have built a ton, should have had a lot of weight on him being like the best of the best coming out of high school kind of deal, like it should have been Pairing him, he should have been, you know, getting all these different things. Even if it was fake, that's what I'm saying. It should have been more like fluffed. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, just to make him seem more interesting, and then it should have finished with like, like a montage type deal. Should have cut to like a highlight reel, uh. like him getting drafted, and then it should have been like. His rookie year, then taking Cavs to the finals, and then mm. Heat, and then all this, it should have been all this different stuff. Yeah, I I agree with that. It was missing a lot of the scale that it needed. Yeah, yeah there was a lot to enjoy. Um, Mookie was great. I just didn't like Caleb McLaughlin very much. Yeah, he wasn't the best. Yeah, um, it it felt like it was like. Is this movie about his team? Is it about LeBron? Is it about his team? Is it about LeBron? Just do one or the other. Well, a lot of times it felt like it was about Caleb McLaughlin, which was, like, really weird. Yeah, it just was not... didn't have a sense of direction, so... No, not too much. I gave it extra points because I know... I know Mookie, so... Which was just cool in general. Like, I I remember when he was a kid, he probably looked up to me. Because I was, like, this older... Like, he probably looked up to you. It was... It's weird. Now he's yeah. a superstar that's on the red carpet for a new movie with LeBron. It's weird. It's facts. Um, but yeah. Boring weekend movies, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch anything besides... I Well, Across the Spider-Verse is taken up, obviously. But other than that, like, I didn't watch anything above four stars this week. You watched Moonrise Kingdom. I watched two. I think Call All was good and Moonrise Kingdom was good. They were both good. Four and a half. Alrighty. We are going to draft spider people. We're going to draft eight for our spider society team. And MCU Spidey, Raimi Spidey, Andrew Spidey is all on the table too. Plus any Spider-Man that's seen on live action or in movies, I should say. In television movies, whatever. Um... Whatever variant you want to pick. That makes yep. Sense. Okay. Ugh. Because you got most of those 
trivia, right? You can go first. Sweet. Yeah. I'm definitely going to pick my favorite after this movie, which is Spider-Punk. Nice. Um, he's fantastic. Oh, that's such a good... Um, I'm going to pick who I think is the strongest Spider-Man. I'm going to take Miles Morales. It's valid. He's fantastic. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna go Spider-Man 2099. Uh, I thought you were gonna because <sighs> he just—he's that powerful. guy. Dude. He's just that guy. Um, you know, why not? I'm gonna take Spider Gwen. Um, yeah, I think she's great. That was my next pick. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Next up, I mean, I guess I'm just gonna keep it within within the realm. Um. I'm going to take Scarlet Spider because he was hilarious. And he looks great. And he's cool in the comics. So, like, we could kind of count that too in terms of, like, ability. Exactly. Um, I'm going to go live action. And I'm going to take. <sighs> I'm going to take <laughs> the amazing Spider Man, Andrew Garfield. That's fair enough. If you would have taken anyone else, I would have just said uh, you could have had him around like 55. Yeah, you're not gonna take. Him. He was the only one I was gonna take. Yeah, 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 for sure. I might take. I might take another one, but Thomas. No, honestly, no. I take Bully McGuire. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take Insomniac Spider-Man. Goaded. Mm -hmm. It's a great pick. The PlayStation Spider-Man. I'm going to go to the biggest surprise of this movie. I'm going to go Spider-Man India. Valid. For, for me. He's, he's valid, valid, valid. Um, I'm going to go back in time. Okay. Out here. And I'm going to pick Spider-Man Noir. Oh. Um, <sighs> one of my favorite. He has a... It's not because his character was like done justice or anything. He's a great casting, Nicolas Cage. But it's not like they did anything crazy like they did with, you know, Spider Punk to make him like yeah, awesome. You know, yeah, he didn't right. do anything special, but he's a great character. Yeah, he's so he's super super good. Uh, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite iterations of the character, the oldest one of the oldest. I'm gonna go Spider Man sixty seven. Um. That's valid. I just love him. That's my that's our fifth pick. So we got we got three more each. Oh yeah. Um This is where kind of this is where it kind of gets fun cuz you could go typical characters or you could do some more fun characters. Yeah. I'm going to go Superior Spider-Man. Superior. That's Is that? He's the red and black one. He's pretty fire. Oh, is that? Oh, is that Kane Parker? Yeah, I, I think. think so. Yeah, yeah, oh, I think so. This one that I have back here. Nice. Um. Okay. Or I... no, no, no. That's not Kane Parker. 
But no, because that's Scarlet Spider still. That's Scarlet Spider. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Web Slinger and Spider Horse as my. That sounds like two, but it's one. Yeah, one. No, I was gonna, I was gonna take him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take. I'm going to take Spectacular Spider-Man. Dang it. That's valid. That's very, very valid. Um, okay. I, you got to let me know if this plays. Because it's technically a variation of Spider-Man, but it's also kind of... It might be cheating. I don't know. I was going to say Arachnite. It is technically I mean, part Moon Knight. So if you say no, I have another option that I'm good with. But he's in is he in what if? No. Cause then you said you said oh, from TV, TV and movies. Right, right. So in that case, I'm gonna take Zombie Hunter Spider Man. Okay. Um I did I I did say anything that's been on screen though. He's not been on screen, which he should be. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's like my fate one of my favorite iterations of Spider Man. Oh yeah. Um I have two not they're not actually Spider Man, but they are. Um I don't know which one to go with. I think I'm gonna go with the meme. I'm gonna go with Spider Pop. <laughs> okay. Um the other option I had was was Spider Boomin. Spider Boomin? Metro Boomin's Oh Metro Boomin's. Oh, that's a good point. Um, he, he looks like he's just obviously he's just a cameo, but he looked so sick. His line was and, funny too. Yeah, it was. And valid. Bro gets instant valid because he made one of the most fire movie soundtracks. It's so good. It's so good. Possibly it's also clean. Um if Phil Collins didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Pause. Variety released a list of the 100 best Disney songs ranking. Number yeah. 94 was On My Way. What? It's top five. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's one of the greatest songs of all time in the history of music. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, sorry. I just had to get... Okay. Um, I'm going to go meme as well. Because I was going to do... I really like Bombastic Bagman. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, But we haven't like actually seen him do much, you know? Um, We've just seen him in general. Peter um, between, Park Car. Huh? Peter Park Car. That you're going to do Peter Park Car. No, I think I'm going to... I like Spider-Rex, too. Pretty funny. Yeah, um, yeah. I like Spider-Ham. But I think... This isn't... I, I mean, I guess it's meme. I guess it's not... I'm gonna take Lego Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, because if Miguel thinks he's one of the best, then he's gotta be. <laughs> he's gotta I guess, be. Good. I guess he's one of the best. Yeah. So. Alrighty. That is. 
um, our our spider society, our spider people draft. Micah took Spider Punk, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, Scarlet Spider, Insomniac Spider Man, Spider Man Noir, Superior Spider Man, Spectacular Spider Man, and Spider Pop. And I took Miles Morales, Spider Gwen, The Amazing Spider Man, Andrew Garfield, Spider Man India, Spider Man sixty seven. Web Slinger and Spider Horse, Zombie Hunter Spider Man, and Lego Spider Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ski. All right. Well, if you watched all that, you would have good for you. You'd fit the entire Spider Verse movie in it. Yeah, you should have watched that instead. <laughs> <laughs> then come watch this. <laughs> yeah, long episode, but um, thank you. You watched to this point. Um, life's tough. Get a helmet. <laughs>